You're listening to Couch Coaches on the home of Fighting Saint Football. WCSF Juliet, 88.7 FM. Intercepted by the Saints in the end zone. Touchback. Oh, that was electric. You can't defend that. There's no way to do it. Lawrence Stefanski with it on the right hand. He's going to pop it himself from distance and he go. got it. All tied up. There goes Tobo Tay. 70 yards. And a touchdown. Picks it out. Creates a three-pointer. He That's got big. it. That's big. How about the freshman get yeah. big minutes? Connolly. Yes. Oh, baby. Lab. Woods. Ball game. That's a Saints winner. That'll do it. And now your host. Alex and Ben. Live from Tower Hall. It's been too long. It's been too long indeed. Two weeks since the last time the couch coaches have been on. We're back. I'm Alex. That's Ben. This is Couch Coaches. It doesn't feel real right now. No, it, it, it hasn't quite surreal. processed that yeah. we're back in the studio. I'm having a good time, though. Are you having I'm a good time? I'm already having a good this time. This is a great time. It is Thursday, March 17th at 7 a.m. and 35, 36, yeah. no, 37 seconds. I just checked. Yeah, we just, the watch, every, all the clocks are exactly mm. accurate. No, You'll I never know. have to change them again, Ben. I know. Shout out to Senate yes. on that one. Hey, still got to go through the House and be signed by the president, but there's no way it doesn't, right? No, I know. It, it's going through. If, they, if it's unanimous? Exactly. There's no, yeah, there's no shot the House doesn't put it through. Why are we talking politics, Ben? We'll, no, we'll, you're right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Young Hoku signs with the Falcons. <laughs> oh, we got a great show. Great, great show coming up today, guys. A fantastic show. Hour number one. Baseball is so back. Oh, it is. Going to talk women's hoops in the first hour. USF women's hoops in the first hour. Their season has come to an end. We'll, so sad. We will say goodbye. Uh, to a fantastic year in women's basketball. Mm. NBA points, as always. NFL points, as always. And, of course, in the second hour, uninterrupted mm. bracketology and analysis for the Men's March Madness Tournament. NCAA Division One, Of course, for those of you. Yes. 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 We gotta, I guess it is. We do got to make that clear because we are an NAIA <laughs> uh, uh, source of coverage. This, I, because I can't tell, but like, I want to say that this year's March Madness is so much more open than every other year. You could coin but flip. I, I swear I, I say this every year, but there's <laughs> no one super clear this year. It's so great. No, there's really not. You, you could, there's about seven, eight teams that you could pick for a champion, and people are like, all right. Yeah, you can <laughs> go down to a three seed and they'd have just as good a chance as a one seed. Yeah, team like Tennessee making noise. Not, we're not here to. We're not, we're not going to get there yet. You got to stay <laughs> tuned for that. You got to earn that, listener. You got to earn that talk. <laughs> all right. You got to sit through the first hour before we get. Just make sure you Before stay we feed you the good stuff. So stay tuned for that. I almost just smacked the keyboard, Ben. That would have been hilarious. That would have been very bad. <laughs> we just go right off the air five minutes in. <laughs> Oopsie. Oh, man. All right, let's start in baseball. Let's do it. Let's start locally. The White Sox, they signed Joe Kelly and Josh Harrison. Joe Kelly's a legend. That, 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 that is a 
that that is a very nice signing, if yeah. you ask me. Bolster the bullpen a little bit. It, yes, it makes us the best bullpen in baseball. Yeah, is I what was it does. Say, it makes the White Sox the best bullpen in baseball. You tell me, Kendall Graveman to Joe Kelly to uh, Garrett Crochet, Craig Kimbrell, Liam Hendricks. Liam Hendricks. Those guys are disgusting. Yeah, nasty. That that is a nasty pen, and of course, Josh Harrison will be your opening day second nice baseman. Yeah, no, solid one year deal for him. Yeah. I don't think we overpaid at all. I think we got him right market value. Uh, and Josh Harrison being the starting second baseman means Lori Garcia won't be starting at second base. So, hallelujah. Going to get healthy again. Everyone's going to be healthy again. Going to get Roberts back. Uh, Yasmani Grandal is going to prove himself to be the he best have to prove catcher himself. in the league this year. He already year. is. He that, already is. He's just disrespected. He's, he's going to make it so known. He's just so disrespected. Some people don't even think he's the best in uh, Chicago. Well, I guess now he is. But He is now. Yeah. But, Wilson's well. gone. Wilson's terrible. Nice with it. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Uh, yeah, so nice signings for the Sox. Yeah, I, yeah, I think those are solid. Of course, now the Sox need a right fielder. Uh, originally, I was going to come on the show and say we could sign a Chris Bryant type to play the outfield. Yeah, that's not <laughs> happening anymore. Uh, he signed yesterday with the Rockies, seven years, hundred eighty-two million with a full no trade clause. Seven years, one eighty-two million. With a in Colorado for what? Like, like why? Did, why did you trade Arnado in the first place? Then, if you're just gonna go and sign Chris Bryant like a year later, right, you know what? I'm not gonna question it. Bryant's gonna put up MVP oh, the, numbers. The <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna hit 300 with 150 RBI and 35 home runs every year for the next five years. And it's gonna be the most empty stats in baseball because <laughs> the Rockies are gonna win. Hey, 60 games a year. He'll be an all-star, and he'll be yeah, first-team All-MLB. Yeah, I mean, he fixed his swing, and it'll look good to end the year last year. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see uh, if that pans out for him. Uh, another former Cub, Anthony Rizzo. Yeah, Rizzo. Yeah, not coming to Chicago, guys. So take that, Cubs fans. Anthony yeah, Rizzo. Yeah, saying, oh, he's going to come he's right back. back. He's, he's going to come right home. back. No, he's not. He's staying in New York with the Yankees. <laughs> he likes big markets, The I Yankees. Guess. So I, you know what? As soon as that happened, I, there was only two places for someone like Freddie Freeman to end up. Yeah. Freddie Freeman had two choices: Atlanta or LA, and LA. And then Atlanta made their uh, made their intentions known. They traded for Matt Olson in exchange Give up quite with the o- Oakland for Christian Pache, Shea Langeliers. And Ryan Cusick. And, of course, Joey Estes. Who could forget Joey Estes? Uh, Olsen signed an eight-year, $168 million extension. Yeah, he got paid. He got paid when Freeman turned down. (laughs) He took the exact contract Freeman said no to. And you know what? The Braves are going to get the same, if not slightly below. uh, You're making people mad with that, I guarantee it. I know, but it's true. They're getting the same... Uh, production out of Olsen, maybe just slightly a little less. It's, it's it's less. It's just a little less, at least at the plate. He's not, yeah, but he's not the best first baseman in all no, of baseball. No, he's not, but you're not going to get the best first baseman in baseball if you don't want to pay. For the and they value, didn't want to pay. So what did they do? They went and got the next best thing. They got Matt Olsen, who's a top five first baseman in the league easily. Yeah, yeah. Easily That's a top five top first baseman. Probably three. This guy, he's got one of the best. He put up, what, 25, 30 home runs a year mm-hmm. at a pitcher's ballpark in Oakland. And the best pitcher's ballpark in baseball. He's younger than Freeman. 
that if you're going to replace Freddie Freeman, I think Matt Olson was the best route to go. They did. They did a good job. It's just uh, it's hard to see your guy walk. You know, oh, definitely. And he just got his ring with you. At least, at least he won. At least yeah. he won with you. But it's tough to see you win a World Series and then in that same offseason you move on. Mm-hmm. The fire sale continued in Oakland as they sent yesterday Matt Chapman to the Blue Jays. Yeah, that's a good move for the Oakland Blue Jays. Oakland is just clearing house. Good for them if, like, the Rockies and the A's do the same thing, except the Rockies just made a win-now move. Mm-hmm. They just They just create their little farm system of a, of a roster every year and then five years, every five years, every three years, they're like, okay, let's sell. We're going to redo it. But the thing is, Oakland has been competing and now in the expanded playoffs with 12 teams. They could have made it. And you have they would have made it first easily. and third baseman. They would have the best corners in the league. They have a tough division, right? Angels. Yes. The Angels aren't going to go anywhere. They're going to make the playoffs this year. No. The they're Mariners. Yeah, the Mariners. Mariners over there. Speaking of the Mariners. They made a win-now move, traded for Jesse Winker of the Reds. Uh, the Reds just continue to throw away star players. They threw away Sonny Gray, then Nick Castellanos, and now Winker. Uh, I, in my opinion, Cincy was at most two years out from a division championship, and they yeah, kind of they, 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 they threw that away yeah, they when, when they got really rid good. of Winker. They really did, and the inability to re-sign Castellanos, they are just throwing away a core that very easily could have won Consistently, Especially when you have Votto playing this well at this age, like you're not going to have this production for as long mm-hmm. as you will have. Like you're going to have a rebuild, and by the end of your rebuild, Votto's not going to be playing the same, and it's just not going to work. The timeline doesn't work. You had to win now. Yeah, Joey Votto deserves better. Yes, he does. <laughs> I, the Reds need to trade Joey Votto. <laughs> you can't trade him though. They can't, but they should because he deserves better. He does. Deserve Joey Va- Joey Votto bangs. He bangs baseballs hard. He hits them deep. Yeah, and so did Nick Castellanos. Yeah. The worst times, and you know what? They didn't pay him. That's a drive in the left field. That'll be a home run. <laughs> it always gets me every time. <laughs> it's never not funny. Oh, man. So, another deal we haven't talked about yet. This happened early in the week. Josh Donaldson and Isaiah Kinner-Falifa, as well as catcher Ben Rovert, uh, traded to the Yankees. For Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela coming back to the Twins. I know Gary's gone. Yeah, Gary's gone. And But I like Gio. Yeah. The thing is that signing, the 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 acquiring, I should say, of Isaiah Kinnear Falifa, that takes them out of the running for a Correa or a story. Yeah. Aren't you the New York Yankees? Yeah, I thought you guys were supposed thought, to it, sign the big names yeah, at the biggest hole in the biggest position. Yeah. Of, and at the hitter ballpark of all hitters ballparks with the short porch. How how is this not happening? How are you not signing a a, Cor- a Correa, excuse me, or a story? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, but at the same time, Donaldson, Donaldson for 20 million a year. He still puts up the numbers. Like he's still one of the better third basemen in all of baseball. So it's it's not like they did bad. I mean, they moved on from Gary, which is something they needed to do for. Yeah, oh yeah, Gary years. is not a good catcher. No, he's not. He's not. No. He tried this the new you know catching on a knee thing, and he made catching worse at every level of baseball because of it. <laughs> he ruined catching. 
I mean, because people thought he looked cool. Some some days you can't block from there. Some days he looked like the best hitting catcher to ever play the game. Now throw him against a lefty, and then the next day <laughs> he would play a lefty and hit like one sixty two on the year. Yeah, not good. Not good. Not good. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I think the Yankees got to move laterally, and I think the Yankees. Yankee fans' biggest enemy this offseason has been Yankees fans. I don't know that's if you've every, been on that's Twitter. Every offseason. They are that's going how the Yankees to war. Are. They are <laughs> in a civil war right now. Uh, I, don't, I don't really know what the Yankees are totally doing. I wish they would go out there and have signed Chris Bryant instead of traded for Donaldson. I don't know if I could have survived a Chris Bryant to the Yankees. To the Yankees. Trade. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Not trade, but free agency signing. I, I might have died. So lots of teams that we don't know what they're doing. Teams like the Reds, what? Yeah, why, why selling? <laughs> teams like the Yankees, what? I'll tell you what, though. The Josh Donaldson thing, if he's able to put up Josh Donaldson numbers, that's a pretty good, that's, that's a decent deal. Every year. I, part of it is the age. Yeah. Part of it is the age. Uh, I do think he can still produce at a high level. One thing people are not really talking about, Josh Donaldson does not like Garrett Cole. <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> so Josh Donaldson was a big uh, proponent of getting on pitchers whose spin rates dropped after the ban on spider oh, okay. tag. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. one of his main targets was Garrett Cole. This happened multiple times throughout the season. Garrett Cole is the most guilty person of spider tag. Oh, of no all time. doubt. Do you think Josh Donaldson walks in there and says, sup, cheater? Yeah, what, what goes <laughs> Just, on in the locker room then? What goes on when he sees him applying the spider tag yeah. formula? Hey, wait, wait. What, yo, what's that? What are you doing? What hey, are you man, doing? Look, I'm going to throw you seven shutout innings tonight. Let me <laughs> shut up. Yeah. Garrett Cole throwing seven shutout innings. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he Bruh, used to. That's he not used happening. To. He used to. That is not happening. Used to. Not anymore, though. Thanks, Spider Tech. Yeah. <laughs> Tatis. Fernando Tatis Jr. The face of baseball. Yeah, he's hurt. <laughs> yeah, dude. Broke his wrist in a motorcycling accident. And then the day after yeah. this news comes out, Eight Padres pile onto a golf cart, like standing on the back of it at, at the spring training facility and are trying to get around. I do Guys, love my Padres. Have some common sense I one time. I do love them. Have some feel one time. Actually, though, like the automobile accidents are killing the MLB right now because Pete Alonso just rolled his car. Yeah, that was scary. That's scary. That was scary. If you didn't see the videos on that, you might want to go check those out. Uh, Alonzo's wife tweet, not tweeted. She put it on her Instagram story or something like that. Uh, the, so the videos are legit. It's not like something that TMZ found in their DMs and posted. This is legitimately like yeah. Pete Alonzo's Jeep rolling three times. And he it's said he's scary. lucky to be alive, mm -hmm. which is, you know, great. Happy he's alive, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, the greatest transition in the history of radio, Max Scherzer a while ago signed with the Mets. And I'm just concerned for the Mets as to why they didn't get any more hitting. Well, to be fair, there's still two pretty darn good hitters out there. Problem is, they're middle infielders. Are they, yeah, are they going to sign them? No. Because they are not. They spent their money on Max, and I love Max. They're going to have a nasty rotation. That's going to be a nasty rotation. That's Every game the Mets play in this year is going to just... Hit not gambling advice, not couch advice. It's, it's going under. Hit the under. <laughs> it's going to be a two to it's one gonna, ball game, a one to zero yeah. ball game. You're not getting more than five runs a game combined out of the two teams they when the Mets are playing. Still can't hit. No, they cannot. 
They can't. They have look. Frankie Lindor is a great ball player. Sometimes he's not the player he was. He was a great ball player when they Cleveland. got him. Yeah, he's different now. He's different now. Speaking of Cleveland, another great transition in the history of radio. <laughs> Jose Ramirez. Yeah. The Blue Jays reached out to the Indians. I'm sorry, the Guardians now. Oh, the shoot. Guardians. The Indians too, yeah, the Guardians. Got to get that right. He reached out to the Guardians. Go me. I'm going to mess it up with the with the Commanders too in the NFL section. Yeah. I guarantee it. But they reached out to the Guardians about Jose Ramirez's availability. Are the Blue Jays trying to win now in the AL East? The Rays are the Rays. They'll find a way to compete with nobody on the team. The Yankees, of course, are the Yankees. And now the Blue Jays in there as well. Toronto, very close to a playoff run last year. Uh, they were part of that wild last three games of the season with the Mariners and all mm. that where we had five teams competing for one spot. That was some of the best baseball I've ever watched. Yeah, Those Mariners awesome. games were so much fun. That was awesome. That, that was so much that fun. That really caught the MLB's attention. <laughs> yeah. like everyone, it happens every year, man. It's everyone just, loves it. Ah, I just wish there was a way to bring people with that kind of intensity to the July games. Yep. <laughs> you know, the games yeah. that quote-unquote don't matter, but they do. They do. Every one of these 162 games that we're still going to play this year. Thank you, yeah, are we CBA. All 162? All 162. They'll be made up in double headers. And we start in April? Mm-hmm. April 4th, I want to say, off the top of my head. Okay. April 4th. We're running out of time here really quickly. We did not talk about the Cubs signing. Seiyu Suzuki of Japan, five years, yeah. $85 million. It's the highest contract for a Japanese player coming to the MLB and the second largest position player, I should say. And the second largest all-time for a Japanese player behind Masahiro Tanaka's $155 million that he received from the New York Yankees. Yeah, I mean, he better be good. <laughs> I'll tell you right <laughs> now, means he this, better be good. this man can hit the baseball. I, You know what? If you haven't watched him, you better, you better uh, see my watch clips, some YouTube. Uh, F- figure, it, figure it out. This man can hit. I don't what know. are the Cubs trying to do? Who knows? Because I thought they were going into a rebuild. <laughs> yeah, and now all of a sudden they're signing. The these thing guys. is, it's a five-year deal. Uh huh. So I guess that that's time. Realistically, that's rebuilds line. should be two to three two years. Three, yeah. So you're talking about two to three years of Suzuki being the centerpiece of your rebuild. If that's what's happening in Chicago, who knows? Yeah. 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 I I just I'm I like Contreras. So, like, I don't know. Contreras was a great defensive catcher, had the age, everything. He's been there. I like him. I like him more than Suzuki. You know what? Because I've never watched Suzuki. Suzuki's so. also an outfielder, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, well, I like Contreras at catcher, so. <laughs> All right, Ben. <laughs> uh, this is Couch Coaches. I'm Alex. That's Ben. Ben's just shaking his head over there ominously. No, yeah. You okay, my friend? I just like the socks. What the dog doing? <laughs> Sox are winning Chicago this year. They win Chicago every year. You know why? Because we are grinders. South side or die. We'll got be right grit. back with more. Yeah, we got great. Couch coaches, WCSF. But nonetheless, in the long run, it's just delaying the inevitable. The Fighting Saints lead by 20 with 5.4 seconds to play. They are going to be CCAC tournament champions. The Cougars inbound it. Austin. He's just going to let it expire. A three-pointer on the way from Flater. Back iron, no. Kaylee Ford, the rebound. And that is it. The Fighting Saints. CCAC tournament champion. Coach McGinty in his first season as head coach at the University of St. Francis. 
has led the Fighting Saints to the promised land once again. Good times. Good times. All good times must come to an end. They do. I think that's what I captioned the Twitter post or something like that when they lost. I was like, all good seasons must come to an end or something like that. Yeah, something like that. It, it, it just brings pain and suffering. Pain! Pain and suffering. What a fun year. That was so much fun. That was. It's over now. The USF women's basketball team, their season comes to an end in the round of 32 on a Saturday night in Sioux City, Iowa. Pain. Yeah. Pain. It's brutal. But you know what? This team for this campus was energizing, brought a lot of love to women's hoops. I mean, they had it at this campus already, but a lot of attention, a lot of love, excitement, great games. It was a great year and a great first year for Coach McGinty. So. Yeah, what a year for the first year uh, head man for the Fighting Saints, McGinty. Uh, that, that's showing up and showing out right there. Mm-hmm. The team that was all basically seniors got recruited by a different coach, played under a different coach. It's impressive. It was very impressive. We'll start our women's talk in the round of 64 when they took on Texas Wesleyan and the Rams. The Rams... They put up a fight there at the end of that ball game. The Saints yeah, pulled away for three quarters. I was yeah. like, all right, we're rocking and rolling. Then the fourth yeah. quarter rolls around, and Texas Wesleyan outscored the Fighting Saints 26 to 19 yeah. and made it a seven point it ball felt, game. It felt bigger than being outscored by seven points. It was like, oh, shoot. Yeah, they're, like, they're, they're going on a little bit of a run yeah, like, Oh, man. <laughs> the strap in. <laughs> but it's just it was another testament to where if Jordan Pyle's not on you still got hoopers. Mhm. How about Justine putting up a 25 spot, huh? Dude, 40 she just minutes. Does it? She didn't sit. She 40 just, minutes she'll of uninterrupted give hoops. Bucket. 25 points for Justine. Still got a year of eligibility, Justine if you're listening, please come back. We need you. <laughs> Justine 8 of 16 from the field, 7 of 13 from 3. Is that good? That's that's pretty good, Bob. I think that's good, Bob. I think that's pretty good. Andriana, uh, guess what she did? I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say somewhere around like 21 and 18. 21 and 19. Oh, oh, so close. 21 and 19. She did have two steals. Uh, did grab two assists. That's big time okay, for her. Okay, dropping dimes. Yeah, eight of 21 from the field. Not the best shooting percentage. We don't got to talk about that. Yeah, who cares though? That she dropping 21 points on. <laughs> that's buckets. Who cares? She averaged one point per shot attempt. So, dang. Numbers. Well, you know what? That's, um... Well, anyways, uh, <laughs> Kaylin Cies Cheney didn't... Or Cies Cheney, sorry. Didn't play in uh, the tournament, which is very unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, Georgia Bolton, Josie Graffio, and um, Shea Adrian McDaniel didn't play. Mm-hmm. It's one of the biggest what-ifs yeah. in the what history. What if we were healthy? Of Chicago sports, yeah, and it goes, sports in and general. What's sad is this tr- tracks all the way back to the off season when Josie got when hurt. Josie got hurt, and everyone was like, "Oh, uh, that's tough." But yeah, we still got a good okay. squad. We, here. Got, yeah. we got ten yeah. people that can really, mm-hmm. really play. And then it's like Shadrian. Okay, Shay. Okay, uh, that hurts. That's yeah, a starter. That, that, that's your starting two right there. Okay. All right. Well. All right, well, Georgia will take her spot, you know, yeah. and fill in Georgia nicely. Georgia will fill in, and then Georgia and then pivots Georgia. in the lane. Oh! Ah, uh, okay. <sighs> and then we're like, all right, well, you know, we'll be fine. 
Yeah. Then it's it's okay. Kalen. Yeah. On senior night. And it's like, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. That's, uh, that's good. That's good. Just, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what. These ladies were fighters. Yeah. They were willing to battle each and every second they were on the court. You can, you have to give them props. That's all you can do. They basically all played 40 minutes a game since the start of the conference tournament. Yeah. And you had players, like half the starting lineup was like end of the rotation to start the year. And now they're playing 40 minutes. Hannah Swiatek's putting up a consistent 15 20. Mm-hmm. Hannah Swiatek. You know what? She's setting herself up very nice for her senior season. Next year, very she's nice next be year. a bucket. Yeah. She, Who do we got returning next year? Uh, you got players like Swiatek. Yep. Uh, players like Braxton Mickens. She's. I'm. You already know how I, I feel about Brax. Mm-hmm. She's going to kill next year. <laughs> You've been the biggest uh, Brax guy, I think. I'm on the on Brax campus. train, dude. Hey, she's man, such I'm a with bucket. It. I'm rocking with it. I, I can respect that. Uh, also coming back, like I said, Swiatek, Kaylee Ford. Kaylee uh, she'll Ford. get a lot of time in the post yeah. next season. Of course, Josie Graffio will be back and healthy. Georgia Bolton will have to see if the recovery pans out for a return in time for the season. Uh, sometimes those knee injuries are tricky. You know, sometimes there's six to eight months. Sometimes it's, you know, eight to 15 months. You just, you never know. You'll have to see. Then, of course, we'll get McGinty's first Recruiting class. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting. They signed one player up to this point. Obviously, there's a lot of off-season yeah, left. There's we still just a lot got of time started. to go. It, it, I'll tell you this right now, Ben. It's kind of the St. Francis way to wait to the last second to sign people. <laughs> it's uh, just the NAIA way. Yeah, though. it's just the, yeah, we, we're looking for bounce backs, man. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, this is going to be a very desirable destination for women hoopers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Co- a young coach McGinty, mm-hmm. he's out here. They just went on this with awesome a modern run. play style. With a, oh, an awesome play style. If I'm a player, I want Coach McGinty. Just just shoot threes. <laughs> you have permission. You have the green light. Yeah. If like, you if you can knock it down, pull it, pull it, <laughs> pull it. He gives you so much confidence to shoot the three. And you know what? He hasn't had a recruiting class yet. But he has been very impressive in the transfer portal last year when he got here. Mm-hmm. Getting Georgia Bolton, steal, D2 steal. So um, I'm very confident that this women's hoops team will, will be back next year and they'll be very strong. Obviously, you can't say you think they'll be, it's hard to say that you think they'll be as strong as they were this year because you're losing two of your best players, potentially Jordan Pyle. Uh, she still has a year of eligibility left. And then I I would bank on her not coming back. Right. It's, she's it's, she's been around forever. I, I think right. she's done. That's More kind of the vibe. That, 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 that's the vibe we're getting, at least when we've talked to her. Right. And nothing's official. This is all speculation. This is just us talking. Yeah, this is just us spitting here. This is all speculation. But I would bank on uh, her not coming back. I'd say the same thing about Justine. Justine's yep. got one more year of eligibility. I would bank on her not coming back. Right. Especially after, you know, she participated in senior day. When when I see that, I'm like, oh, the oh, odds yeah. are, yeah, they're, they're not coming you back. You don't get two senior days. I mean, you could if you wanted to. Oh, did. Someone did. But so, Somebody's definitely gotten two senior days in the past. Like, they're like, eh, no, I'm not coming back. Brad I'm not gonna Davidson use my from Wisconsin. Two <laughs> senior days. <laughs> Yeah, what an idiot. But um, <laughs> I, that dude is so annoying. Uh, but um, Adriana Acosta, obviously, is officially done. Yeah, eighth-year um, junior, Adriana Acosta. Eighth-year junior. Happy trails. Happy trails, <laughs> Adriana. What a, what a career. You know what? Probably the greatest Lady Saint in the history of, of Lady Saints. 
Standing O for Adriana. Friend of the show, Adriana. Friend of the show, Adriana Costa. Yeah, I mean, she's awesome. So obviously when you're losing that kind of production, it's going to be tough. Regardless of what we're we can get a four star. And I'm not sure that it'll be the same as Adriana in her senior season or Jordan in her mm -hmm. senior season. But I trust in the future of Saints basketball. You know what? I think we're in good hands. Will next year be another conference, you know, top two finish and a run at a yes. tournament? No, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. We'll be young, and that's okay. That is perfectly fine. But two, three years from now, when this team, we're going to be sitting here talking about a sweet... We're going to be getting you guys ready for a sweet 16 ball game on this show. Yeah, I... I yeah. will be. Yeah, I'll be. I'll be here. Ben will be calling in from... I'll uh, be here. From Wisconsin. <laughs> we'll get you ready, I'm sure. Ben will be calling in from Wisconsin. Hey, I, I'll find a replacement couch coach. And you're on. Dang! <laughs> I'm still checking on my Lady Saints. Yeah, you better. You better check in on your Lady Saints. Really quickly, of course, the final game of the year, a loss to Morningside. The second straight year, the Fighting Saints have lost to Morningside in the tournament. Got to get over that Mustang hump. 85-72, uh, your <laughs> final. Oh. oh, come on, Ben. I'm sorry. The second quarter was the undoing of the Fighting Saints. Outscored 22-14 to 14 after that. Morningside and uh, USF just kind of traded buckets. The Saints outscored them in the third, and we're outscored in the fourth just barely, though. So it, at that point, they're just trading buckets, going back and forth down the court. That 22-14 second quarter was really the undoing. Uh, the Fighting Saints were led in scoring by Andreana Acosta, who put up 19-21 and 21 again. She had seven offensive boards, by the way. Braxton Mickens was 14. She was your bucket. She's a bucket. She's a bucket. 13 points for Charlesworth on that uh, ball game. Four for 10 from distance. Uh, Swiatek with 13 and Pyle with 13 in her potential swan song. One for 10 from three for her. Just a few more of those get knocked down. We're talking about a brand new ball game here. Mm -hmm. You know what? Sometimes the shots aren't falling. And I get that. And part of that is we're playing in enemy territory. Morningside got to host that ball game. And we were not very good on the road all year. Mm -mm. We were undefeated at home. Yep. And you could tell. When we played at home, it was different. Mm -hmm. Shots were falling. Yeah, we got to host regional next year. I don't we got, know. Oh, we, we got to I, I got to make a few phone calls. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make a few phone calls, try to host a regional. A anything for my Bernies, for my, for my woman for Saints. Saints. Yeah, my, my fighting Saints women's basketball team. Anything for them because I want I, I, I to see a tournament run. <laughs> One of the best teams on campus, man. Awesome team to have. Oh, so much fun. Great roster. Great cast of characters. Just just a good time. It was a good time. It was a good run. Yeah. And now it's over. And Dang. now <laughs> cutthroat. And now we cry. It's done. Yeah, it is. But it was a great season. We enjoyed talking about it on our show for every week ever. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you got the Jordan Pyle janitor lady saint of the week, named after a women's basketball player. And a janitor. We've had <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, shout out her, but yeah. uh we've had a women's basketball player on the show like Three times now. Three times now. Uh, Jordan being like two of them. Mm -hmm. That's a record. That is a record. Um, yeah, Adriana on at the same time as Jordan. That's a record for how many people are in the <laughs> studio at the same time. Uh, we've had Coach call in. Mm -hmm. That's a record for how many coaches we've had call in. <laughs> I mean, we're setting records out here with the women's basketball team. So it's going to be tough to see a lot of those, those girls walk. Um, but, you know. That's life. That's, that's sports. That's, that's college sports. All Shout good out things was coming to an team. end. Yes, thank, thank you guys. Thank you guys. And of course, uh, onions. onions indeed. Onions indeed. We'll be right back with uh, some NBA points from Ben and myself, but mostly Ben.
Yeah. <laughs> You're listening <laughs> we'll to talk about Couch it. Coaches, WCSF, Juliet, 88.7 FM. Oh, man. Are you having a good time? I'm having a good I'm time. Having a good time. Couch good coaches time? are back. Spring break last week. We're done partying. Done with the spring break trips. What did you do over spring break? Got my butt beat in Florida by you know what uh, I did grown I men. Laid in my bed. Did nothing. Wow. Hung out with no one. <laughs> it's because I'm your only friend. Indeed. <laughs> I just sat there thinking, I wish I could talk about sports with Alex. Yeah. You missed me. It's okay. I did. You missed me. You, you can admit that. It's okay. There's, there's no shame in it. No, I did miss you. There's zero shame in admitting that you missed me. We're going to go short NBA points here. Yeah, very quick hitters here because uh, the NBA is, it's not that it's not interesting. It's the fact that everyone and their mom is dropping 60 and that's all there's talk, there yeah, is to talk about. I mean, baseball is having an awesome offseason. Mm-hmm. I actually, oh my gosh. You know, I know we're not talking baseball right now. Go ahead. Let's but go. I wanted, I wanted to bring up. An interesting question. And okay. you might laugh at me, but seriously, okay. this is a question that I was thinking You know what? About. Forget the NBA points. Go. Okay, okay. I had an interesting point that you might just laugh at me, but I was just thinking about it, and I didn't have a deep thought about it. Okay. Was the lockout good for the MLB fan? And hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Was it good because it was something different to talk about, and when it came back... Everyone and their mother was yelling, oh, baseball's back. And I feel like even the casual fans were like, oh, baseball's back. And now it's heating up and people are talking about it. It was the same thing when the Astros cheated. When the Astros cheated, it was like, this sucks, but is it good for the MLB because people are talking about it and are passionate about it? Just just a question. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, okay. It was almost very bad for baseball. Right, right, right. I right. think we have to start there with yeah. that question. This was almost catastrophic right. for the game of baseball. You lost the casual fan for a lot of that lockout. Mm-hmm. Baseball's back now. They got the deal done. Great. Fantastic. It almost cost us games, but whatever. We got through it. We did it. It's over. It's done. It came out of nowhere, too, honestly. Mm, no, not really. They were... Yeah, you're right. If, no, if, not really. Well... See, you're you're a casual fan, you know, <laughs> yeah, for the most part. Yeah. yeah, and that's okay. I understand that. The deal they were sitting at the table every day for they took like two days off in there to mm-hmm. go back and hammer out brand new deals and uh, proposals. But for the most part, they were at the table sixteen hours a day, seven days a week. I saw that the the last stretch, especially, they were there for like long stretches yes, of time because they were legitimately doing this in good faith after not meeting for 45 days or whatever it was. That's why, because they, to me, the you know, the cash, they, it was like, they did that, the long stretches, and then it was like, we're not going to play the, the next two series or whatever. They canceled another two series. And then, like, it was like, it's done. And I was like, what? Like, they didn't reach their deadline that they wanted. And then the next day, I'm like, oh. We're good. Yeah, that'd be Rob Manfred for you. It caught me off guard. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, that came out of nowhere. Uh, it was a negotiating tactic. It probably got MLB to give up a few, uh, rather the MLBPA to give up a few things so that they could play the full season. But sure, we'll go with 
your your point of view about it being good for baseball. Uh, I'll tell you what, it's just the a, free a thought. the free agency that immediately followed. That was cool. That was very good for baseball. Right. The constant flow of baseball news from Jeff Passan and Bob Nightingale. Very good for baseball. Um, but I don't think we can say as a whole that the the lockout itself was good. Were mm-hmm. some of the offshoots of it good? Yes, absolutely. But the lockout itself was almost catastrophic for the game and its revenue and its fan base. What do you think about the new rules? Universal DH, we saw coming. Uh, we, yeah, we needed that. I, I'm not necessarily against it. For a very long time, I was anti-universal DH just because I, you know, I, I, I'm a quote-unquote purist, traditionalist, whatever you want to call me. But honestly, I don't have a problem with it. If it, it adds more offense to the it's game. For the game. It adds more offense to the game, and there's no automatic outs at the bottom of the lineup. You know, you could talk about a, a manager commanding the lineup card, knowing when to make that switch. Right. But now we can see pitchers pitch and not get taken out in the sixth inning because it's a one-run ball game. You know, they can keep throwing in a one-run ball game that they're absolutely dominating in instead of being pulled so that they can have a real hitter up at the plate with a runner on second and one out. It was also incredibly entertaining. Not as entertaining as seeing a, a DH, but it was entertaining to see... Um, Zach Granke go up there and hit a bomb one time. Yeah, but one time out of his... Out of his thousand. Or Bartolo Colon, you'll never get that again. You'll never get that again. Yeah. I mean, you'll never get Bartolo again, I mean, ever. Yeah, you'll never get Bartolo again. <laughs> Bartolo. But that, those, those were good. Those were incredibly entertaining moments when maybe it was like a clutch situation or something. You ran out of pinch hitters or something and your pitcher delivers. You I'll know? tell you what, the Braves had a pitcher walk it off last year. Uh-huh. You know, so it, it, he was a pinch hitter. John Lester has a, has a, a suicide squeeze to his resume that he brought, came in in extra innings and laid a bunt down. Who's the guy for the Reds? Super Jack dude. Hit a homer. Never mind. That was a few years ago, but, hmm. um, I mean, obviously not as entertaining as a DH going up and swinging the bat. Mm-hmm. But still, I mean... I mean, the Padres miss. had a reliever hit a grand slam in arguably the game of the year last year. That's awesome. Like, and he was a rookie. It was his first career at bat, too. His name is escaping me right now. But moments like that, you're going to not have. And again, that's, that's going to happen. That's baseball. I understand that. You know, that's where we are in the game. Those moments would also only happen once every 400 right. at-bats. Yeah, yeah. So. Again, three hits on the year. It's like, yeah, that's not entertaining. Right. It was cool in that one moment, and it was a great video clip to play on Twitter for the next week. You know, ESPN's not posting it, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they still haven't posted anything since the World Series, according to guys on baseball Twitter. What? Guys, come on. Have just some feel. One post. No, they've had they've had plenty of posts since then. Just for some reason, MLB Twitter swore that there was nothing about the World Series on the ESPN Twitter feed, which is such a lie. <laughs> I I don't like ESPN's coverage of baseball at all. I don't, but they do put stuff on social media. And if you say otherwise, you're crazy. What and, do you think about the most controversial rule? Is banning the shift. So banning the shift. Let's look at football. Football has made rules to enhance offensive production, to limit the defense. This is no different. Do I disagree with the rule right now? Yes, I think shifting is part of the game. I think you should have to learn to hit the other way and beat the shift. However, this is no different than football limiting the defense 
and what they can do, putting their hands on guys and stuff like that, you know, protecting uh, quarterbacks, making offense its main attraction. That's what baseball is trying to do. I see that that's what baseball's intention is, but you don't see the NFL banning two safety high coverages because Josh Allen can't go to the right side when there's two safeties. And that's the argument against it is, you know, you, you should be able to do everything in your power to stop your opponent, which to an extent I agree with, but this is about bringing in new fans and enhancing the offensive production that we're already seeing from the best players in the world. I just hate it that Joey Gallo wins, you know, cause he was just, yeah. he was just bad about it. Like just, just, just hit oppo, bro. You're in the MLB. Or like, if you need to bunt, okay? If they're going on the other side, do a hard bunt or something. You, they use strategy, you use strategy. All yeah, right? exactly. I, it goes both ways. And I agree with you. Uh, at the moment, I'm not the biggest fan of banning the shift. In the long run, though, it'll be something that'll just be part of the game. At one point in baseball, this was a point brought up to me. One point in baseball, the curveball was illegal. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there's always going to be innovation and rule change. That's just the nature of the beast. That you know, that's what happens. Yeah. So this is something that ten years from now we're going to be like, oh, remember the shift? That was a pretty weird time. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And it, honestly, when the shift was really starting to pick up, like I didn't like to watch it. it wasn't as cool. It was like, okay, this doesn't feel like how baseball is supposed to be played. Mm-hmm. But it's strategy. And you get however many defenders, whatever, nine. I'm a casual fan. And, <laughs> like, you get those defenders. You don't get a guy that has to be in this area and a guy that has to be in this area. So mm-hmm. I, I don't yeah. like that. Yeah, you know what? Second baseball points. Thanks, Ben. That was fun. No problem. That was fun. Uh, so we're just going to throw the NBA points out the window. Yeah, get, basically what I need to know is Lebr- Kat, Le- Kyrie and LeBron score a lot of points. Yeah, and LeBron team still loses after scoring many points. Poor All right. LeBron. Not poor LeBron. <laughs> No, never say that again. When we come back, oh, we didn't get to talk about Ryan Terrell. D3, Yeshiva's Ryan Terrell declaring for the draft. That's pretty cool. Undrafted D3 free guy. Agent. He's going to sign his yeah, undrafted free agent. Yeah, he's not going to get drafted. He might be Mr. Nobody get the last pick. That's going to be a that's going to be a G leaguer right there. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Good for him, honestly. Yeah. That's a super sick that an orthodox uh Jew will be at a com- you know, at D3 a competitive college, level. Yeah. And he's going to play at a competitive level. He averaged like something ridiculous, like 27 or 28. Yeah, he leads the nation in scoring across D1, D2, and D3. Kid can play. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, NFL points. All the points you could ever want about the NFL. We'll be right back. Couch Coaches is back on your airwaves. Whoa. Yeah. Sick intro, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Even the, the liner that you just gave. Thank you. Thank you. That was sick. I'm a bad man. <laughs> Speaking of a bad man, let's just roll right into it. All right. Aaron Rodgers oh! resigns. Three years, $150 million, I believe, with the Packers. Uh, at first, the numbers were leaked to be like four years, 200 and everyone went crazy, and then everyone was like, well, that was wrong. <laughs> uh, big wrong. Yeah, big let's, wrong. Let's start off with our division foes, the, or your division my, foes. Yeah, my division. Chargers fans. Me, <laughs> me and the other 25 Chargers fans are having a great time this offseason. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to it. 
Uh, Devontae Adams gets franchise tagged. Obviously, we just mentioned Aaron Rodgers. Devontae Adams gets franchise tagged. He says he's not going to play with franchise tag. He also declined to be the second highest paid receiver in the NFL. Zedaria Smith walks. They re-signed a lot of guys, but Zedaria Smith is a big, big loss. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Devontae Adams, we're not sure what's going to happen with him. Uh, what are your thoughts on the state of the Packers. Honestly, Devontae Adams, take him or leave him. It's Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't matter who right, he's you throwing to. You got your to. guy. It doesn't matter who you're throwing to. Uh, I'm not looking forward to watching Aaron Rodgers beat my Bears twice a year for the next three years. But that's where we are. Yeah. It, that's what's, was, it, was it an overpay? It's Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers. There is no overpaying Aaron Rodgers. That's top three quarterback every year. Mm-hmm. But, but, you're going to be paying a 41-year-old $50 million that year. You're going to be paying a 40-year-old $50 million that year. Tom Brady. Tom Brady's When he was in his 40s. Because it's Tom. Why isn't it different when it's because it's Aaron? Just because he doesn't have the playoff success? This is one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Aaron is one of the best quarterbacks, top seven quarterback of all time. I, I... I don't like Aaron Rodgers. I don't like him as a human. I do not like him as a player, but I do sure respect the man Mm -hmm. because that guy can play football and the playoff runs aren't necessarily his fault. Right. Yeah. Granted, wins are a team stat, not a quarterback stat. Absolutely. Wins are a team stat. In the playoffs, even more so. Could a quarterback make that difference? Absolutely. But so could a defense and special teams. Yeah, and there were games where Aaron Rodgers wasn't good in the playoffs. Yes. And there were games where he was amazing and mm-hmm. his defense wasn't good. Or he has receivers that, other than Devonta Adams, fumble the ball or or drop the ball. And that's how it is. You know, it's, it's Aaron Rodgers. But the thing about Brady and Rodgers is Brady has had the same play style his whole career where he just needs... He, he's a game manager. He's smart. Mm-hmm. He's not mm-hmm. particularly, compared to the rest of the NFL, I'm not calling Tom Brady out. He's not particularly skilled or athletic. His skill is in his mind. Aaron Rodgers is more athletic. He uses he's, he's still slinging it at like 38, which is super impressive that he can still throw it as far as anybody. But um, arguably the furthest in the league behind Josh Allen. Now, yeah, you got Josh Allen and Patty, but uh, he can still move. But does that last, and will he still be worth $50 million in two or three years? Oh, he won't be leaving the pocket as much in two or three years, I'll tell you that much. He might not be leaving the pocket as much next year. Yeah, You know, he does like to scramble when it's there. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady really doesn't do that anymore. Right. We could see that from Aaron Rodgers. But I'll tell you what, Aaron Rodgers, he can be a game manager with an arm. Yeah. And I think I that's the type of play style we'll see from him. Someone who will manage the clock, control possession, control the clock, but still every now and then pump one 45 yards down the field to a guy streaking down the sideline for an easy touchdown. A no-name guy, that is, because they're other than Devontae Adams, who St. We Brown, not, we're not sure if he's going to play. Alan Lazard and Equinomius St. Brown, respect my Notre Dame grad, is your best wide receivers and respectfully, they haven't done anything. Alan Lazard <laughs> is a great wide receiver four, uh, not a wide receiver one or two. And, you know, Robert Tunyon's a pretty good tight end. I'll give him that. But Thank you. Like, I just, 
I actually I don't really like this team a lot. I mean, when you have Aaron Rodgers, they're gonna they're gonna win the division. They're gonna win the division. Well, because first of all, the NFC North is going to be the worst division in football next year. They're gonna be weak. I don't think they're gonna be that weak. I don't think they're gonna be Commanders, Cowboys, Eagles, and Giants. Hey, the Commanders are making money moves. Why are you shaking your head at me? Carson Wentz is not a money move. Let's go to that then. All right. Commanders trade for Carson Wentz. Uh, the day after Russell Wilson gets traded, I believe they give up two third-round picks for him. Um, uh, quarterback that's making $30 million, and his name is Carson Wentz. So that's an L. <laughs> hey, Carson Wentz is, you know what? I'll tell you this right now. He choked away last season for the Colts. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put, that end of the season completely on Carson Wentz. I, I don't want to hear anything else about anybody else on that team throwing anything away. Carson Wentz's fault. Jonathan Taylor put him in the backpack, and he jumped out. Yes. Okay? Yes. Carson Wentz is not a good quarterback. He's not a top... No, nah, I'm not going to go there. But, like, he's incredibly overpaid. He's a, he's a negative asset, in my opinion. And and they gave up two third-round picks for him, which it's not like, you know, the two third-round picks would make a difference in their playoff hopes. But this is a team that's built really, really well. And I'm not going to lie, Carson Wentz has his best chance to be successful because he, for the first, like, what wide receivers has he ever had? He had Alshon Jeffrey for his first year, but his best wide receiver was actually a tight end in Zach Ertz, who was very good, but outside of that, he not really much didn't of a have, vertical threat. He didn't have any weapons, any vertical threats, anything like that. Now he has Scary Terry on one end, Pretty sure they just got another wide receiver. I'm totally blanking on it. But he's he's got weapons, and he's got a good running back in Antonio Gibson and a pretty decent line and a good defense. So we'll see what he does. I don't particularly like the move, though, especially when you saw what Russell Wilson got you and all that kind of stuff. I, I don't like it. I like for the Colts. I could have seen the – well, yeah, the Colts are in business now. They're, they got to find their quarterback. They got to find a QB. Not many on the market anymore. Deshaun Watson's like the guy. Yeah, right he now. yeah Watson met with the Colts and he met with the Falcons. You know, with it feels like everyone. He met with the Saints, Browns. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So hey, Jameis Winston could end up in Indianapolis. Jameis Winston's the other name that everyone's like, "We'll get Jameis." <laughs> yeah, and it's like, he, well, he can only he, go he's one. Sa- yeah, one place. He's your safety guy. But yeah, uh, the Commanders. I'm surprised they didn't end up. Uh, going after a guy like Mitch in free agency. I thought it was going to be Mitch. Or, I thought for sure yeah. Mitchell Trubisky would at least have been offered by the commanders. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a draft move, to be honest. But it fits the timeline a little more yes. to go with, I guess, Carson Wentz, Mitch Trubisky for a one-year uh, thing. They just wanted a quarterback that was good enough to, to, to just fade in the background while the rest of the team does the work and gets them to the playoffs. And I'm not sure if Carson Wentz does it. I'm not... I'm not high on the move for sure, but I'm also not... I, I'm talking worse about it, it feels like, than I actually feel about it. Uh, but the Colts need to go out and find a guy, and that's a team that is in a better situation than, than the Commanders, but it feels like the same kind of thing, where they just need that quarterback mm-hmm. that fades in the background, kind of just sits lets there everybody like Ryan else Tannehill yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill's just kind of there for the Titans. He's right, not a, and he's he not lets exactly them do it. He lets Derrick Henry do it. Let Jonathan Taylor carry the offense. Um, uh, but, yeah, let's let's... Let's move on. Tom Brady's back. Yeah, what? I'll tell you this. Tom Brady went home, spent two months with his wife and kids. Nah. Realized nah, how much they suck. I want to play football. Yeah. Uh, I'm Tom Brady. I want to play football. So what do y'all do all day? Okay. You don't I play, play no play football? football? No we, football? You all guys right. want to play Madden? Or, <laughs> I'm not in the game? Oh. I can't kiss you right now? <laughs> Funniest part is because I know he's not talking about Giselle either. 
legitness. <laughs> oh, onions! Oh, you want onions? Yeah, you want onions? Onions! onions. <laughs> oh. Wait, wait. Onions! Oh. Double order! A double order. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, we were talking about that before whenever we talked about the NFL last. We were saying that that could be one of the worst divisions because they don't have a single quarterback. No. And now Tom Brady's going to, they're going to win the division. Uh, <laughs> Easily. Yeah. So Easily. Tom Brady's back. I don't really think we need to spend much time on that, honestly. We all know what the deal is. Like, yeah. Tom Brady's back. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. People are trying to say, oh, it's the greatest comeback ever. This isn't really a comeback. What? Yeah, Michael been, Jordan had a comeback. Yeah. Michael Jordan off. did not play sports. in the NF, in the uh, NBA. There he were no MLB yeah. in the he majors. Did, he did not play any basketball games. Tom Brady missed zero. Yeah. He's going to miss zero He's football right games. Track. It's he not missed, a comeback. Missed, How bad does the guy that spent $519,000 on Tom Brady's last oh, football, last touchdown football, how bad does it he feel? It was the day, uh, I think it was the day, was the day or the day after. It, it was the day before. He's, yeah, it was like yeah, he 36 it, hours before he announced yeah, coming back. And then out. he announced coming back. That is brutal. But if you have $519,000 to spend on the ball, you're fine. You're fine. Um, yeah, Brady's back. That's what do you think? Brutal. Really quickly, as a Chicago guy, of Pittsburgh signing Mitch Trubisky. I I hope the best for Mitch. We all I will Mitch. be purchasing a Mitch Trubisky Pittsburgh will Steelers you? jersey. What a fella. Mitchell Trubisky. I am a Mitch truther. Now, was I happy with his performance in the playoffs? Yes. Against the Eagles. When you have Matt Nagy as your coach. Not against the Saints, but against the Eagles. That was one of the best football games I think Mitch Trubisky's played in his entire life. I think Mitch Trubisky has the stuff to be successful. And I think the coaching staff that Mike Tomlin has built will be something that he will benefit from and succeed under. I agree with you. I think that this is a one-year rental. It's not the best move. Okay. For, sorry. For the Steelers. Um, I was saying it's a two-year deal. It's not, it's oh, not a one-year. Okay, it's, it's gotcha. a two-year. I thought you were saying we have two minutes. No, no, no. no, no. Two-year deal. Two-year deal. No, um, you're good. You're good. You're straight. Um, yeah, two-year deal. Okay. I... I'm kind of thinking, what are they going to do next year? Are they going to go for like a CJ Stroud? Are they going to try to sign someone, trade someone? Uh, I still think that they're in the running for Deshaun. I think that actually works really well for them. Mm -hmm. If they were to get Deshaun Watson, um, that would be a, a Super Bowl contender right right off the bat. Deshaun Watson makes a lot of teams Super Bowl contenders. Cleveland. Baker Mayfield. Man. Baker Mayfield, we'll talk about that. He... Um, he posted on like Twitter or yeah, something. Yeah, he said a goodbye to Cleveland. It's like, what? I just met with Deshaun Watson. Um, but now it looks like he's for sure going to be gone. I think Indianapolis is a suitor for him. He said he preferred Indianapolis. Um, I don't know how much I like that for them, but I mean, it's better than Carson Wentz, I guess. It is better than Carson um, Wentz. But Baker, sorry, just had a stroke. <laughs> Baker Mayfield is not particularly good at the game of football. So um, we'll see what the Browns can do, what they can figure out. I think their backup right now is, I don't even know. Um, but we're, we're moving kind of slow here. So Chargers get JC Jackson and Khalil Mack. Yeah. Objectively, how do you feel about that? Not as a Bears fan. I want to hear you first. You're a Chargers fan. I'm Let's so go. happy. Yeah. <laughs> like we needed more than anything. We were like, okay, we got to stop the run because we just got ran all over last year. Mm -hmm. And then you go out and get arguably the best run stopper in the NFL. His name is Khalil Mack, by the way. And I'm trying to ignore that he hasn't played a full season in like three years uh -huh. or that he's making a ton of money. I don't care because we got the cap, but I'm a little nervous. You know, obviously, I don't think we overpaid for him, 
but we're, I'm a little nervous. But JC Jackson, one of our biggest problems was having a corner that you can leave alone with a, with a top wide out. And you go out and get JC Jackson, who is so incredibly underrated. We paid him. We paid him properly. Um, but I am excited, and I think the Chargers are not Super Bowl contenders. Y'all are overreacting. But definitely, definitely a playoff lock. Hey, with Jay Herbo as your quarterback, you're always a Super Bowl contender. I guess you could say that. Uh, the Bears released Tariq Cohen, Eddie Goldman. Of course, the trade with Khalil Mack to the Chargers. Mm-hmm. I'm rocking with Ryan Poles right now. Tariq Cohen has not passed physical in two years. Yeah, Tariq Cohen's got to go. He hasn't played in two years. Eddie Goldman is eating up cap space. I He's like old. Goldman. I, I do. Like I love Goldman. him as a player. He's going to be a great rental for somebody for one mm-hmm. year. He should not be under contract with the Chicago Bears. He should not. Yeah, for so his contract. That, that, yeah. that was a solid release. Ryan Poles is clearing up cap to either A, make some big-time moves in free agency, or B, set himself up in two years to be the best team in the National Football League. Sure. Yeah, I mean, first off, though, oh, and I don't, I don't think he's bringing back Robinson. No. Um, which is, you know, it's tough because who's Justin Fields? I, I, I think somebody to? like DJ Chark will be uh, a target, former mm-hmm. Jaguars receiver. Yep, who they're not bringing back and mm-hmm. said they decided to sign Christian Kirk. We'll get to that. But um, I'm I'm nervous for this year. Obviously, the goal is not to contend, right? No, this but is a rebuilding year. I'll be happy protect, if we win five football games. You got to protect Justin Fields, though. I mean, who who name one offensive lineman for the Bears right now? I, Cody Whitehair. Jermaine and Fetty. Jermaine and Fetty! How is he a name? How is he the second name that you said? Uh, I'm, I'm blanking on our draft pick. He's your second. He's, He's your... Our second round draft pick, the lineman. Why am I blanking? I'm blanking. Also, you guys don't have a corner. A single corner. Um, it's brutal, honestly. It, it's it's kind of tough. Khalil Mack probably needed to go. It's a better deal for the Chargers than it is for the Bears. I'm saying, like, his contract... Because we have so much cap and we're not signing anyone. Um, Tevin Jenkins. That's the name. There you go. That's going to do well for Justin Fields. Pray for Justin Fields, everybody. <laughs> Pray for Justin Pray Fields. Pray for Bears fans. All right, Ben, we've got to go to break. We did good. Good NFL points. Ben, was there something that you really quickly wanted to hit on because you just made a face? The Jaguars are so bad. Yeah, the Jaguars <laughs> are the worst team ever. They just made Christian Kirk the third highest wide receiver, third highest paid wide receiver, and he's not even a top 40 receiver. All right, move on. <laughs> We'll be right back with more Couch Coaches. The uninterrupted hour approaches. Ben, are you ready? I'm so ready. Oh, we're we're hyped up. We've been waiting for this for bracket time, baby. Let's get it. We'll be right back. Couch Coaches on WCSF Juliet 88.7 FM. You're listening to Couch Coaches on the home of Fighting Saint football. WCSF Juliet 88.7 FM. Oh, that was electric. You can't defend that. There's no way to do it. Lawrence Stefanski with it on the right hand. He's going to pop it himself from distance and he got it. All tied up. There goes Tumultay. 70 yards. Picks it out. Creates a three pointer. He got it. That's big. How about the freshman getting big minutes? Connolly. Yes. Oh, baby. Lab Woods. Ball game. That's a Saints winner. That'll do it. And now your host, Alex and Ben.
That goes hard. It does go hard every week. <laughs> it's always different for me. It feels Couch like. Coaches, 88.7 FM, WCSF. Ben, we're behind schedule. Bracketology. I'm sorry. Bracketology. We got to talk bracketology. How oh. many brackets have you made? Uh, I have one legitimate one yeah. that I'm living and dying with on, on three on apps and, and one bracket and one office bracket. Um, however, on that office bracket, I did not make a change that I made last night. So, oh, well. <laughs> Last night you made a change after the Rutgers game? No, I made I, I, I made a different change. I think I had one too many upsets, so I okay. took an upset away. I took an upset away. I got a colors bracket, a logo bracket, <laughs> an upset bracket, a random bracket, and four yeah. good ones. I've got I've got a fandom, which is like things that I want to see happen. Right, yep. I have the ESPN uh, coin flip, just because sure. I like to see how that does against my bracket. It Probably makes me feel better. Ba- yeah, and it makes me feel bad about myself. And then uh, I've got the. Uh, Oh, shoot. What's it called? I don't know, dude. You oh, oh the smart yet. bracket. The smart bracket. The ESPN oh, has the a smart bracket. Yeah, do, so I have that. Worst. Yeah, so I have that in there as well just to see how that does out of curiosity. But I have one. Vermont's winning the championship. Hey, man. Don't sleep on the catamounts. I right? will sleep on them. Wow. All right. That's me sleeping. That's you sleeping on the catamounts? And now they're going to literally win. I guarantee it. I'm so bad at this stuff. <laughs> I, you know, this year I haven't known as much about the NCAA that I normally do. I still know quite a bit. But, you know, previous years, I would know as much about it as the NBA, the NFL. Mm -hmm. And I would be the worst out of my family because my mom would pick who has the cutest star. Oh, Peter Kiss. Guarantee you he's pulling off the upset in the first round if my mom said so. (laughs) Hey, man. There's no best, bro. I guess. (laughs) I guess. Well, Peter Kiss is actually out. Yeah, so take that. Brian lost to Wright State last night. That was so tough. I, that was tough. I was very tempted to take Bryant if they won, so maybe it's a good thing. And double overtime in Rutgers Notre Dame last night as well. Uh, Notre, that was an incredible. That game. was a I'm great glad you basketball told me to turn game. It on. Yeah, I was watching the live feed while doing uh, a little bit of work, and he goes, "Turn it on." And I'm like, "Bet!" <laughs> and it was an incredible double overtime. Yes. Okay. Let's get into it. West region first. Yep. I think this region is kind of the most boring out of them. Uh, obviously, we'll go down the line. Gonzaga's beating Georgia State, correct? Yep, yep. yep. Okay. And then the 8-9. This is a good 8-9 here. This is a very good 8-9. I've eight, seen nine. a lot of people pick Memphis. Who do you got? We're talking about a couple of different BPIs here. Uh, Boise State, the 8 seed's got a 55 in the BPI. Memphis, a 22. Yeah. And I think that's why the public is going with Memphis. Uh, I'm not, though. I'm going to fade the public. I'm, I'm going Boise fade State here. That's uh, interesting. I think you go either way. I yeah, think Memphis I, has been incredibly disappointing. We've talked about that before mm-hmm. on our show, but they're going to have the best player on the court in yeah. Amani Bates. And I think when you have the best player, you have a better chance. To One play. thing that pops out to me is that 2-1 and one record against Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Memphis, yep. uh, but just I don't know. I I just like Boise State more. They've played a better schedule. They've performed better in similar games. Uh, they played a much more competitive conference schedule. Yep. One thing though is that Memphis scores at a much higher rate than Boise does. And you so, know how that and, happens in March Madness. Mm-hmm. Boise State though, one of the best defense defenses in in their region. Yeah. Uh, so Boise State holding opponents to just sixty points a game. Memphis, a team that scores almost seventy six a game. Something's got to give there. It'll be interesting. I've got Boise State. March Madness defense shows up. I agree with that. Defense and shows up in March Madness. You'll see that I'm going Boise picks. State. I trust the defense more. Yes. This has been different for me. I think Memphis is so much better than Boise State as an 8-9 that I feel like I have to pick Memphis. And I'm honestly tempted to pick Memphis to take over Gonzaga. I didn't. But 
that was something I considered. Uh, 5-12, you always got to have a 5-12 upset. But UConn is a very, very solid 5. What do you think about UConn and a historically good 12? Every year it feels like they're a 12, New Mexico State. Yeah, I'm going UConn here. I agree. I I don't like New Mexico State this year as the 12. I I really don't. I don't think they have the resume. They haven't played any top 25 ball clubs. Their net ranked is 79th. Uh, the only their strength of schedule is 94th in the nation. Yeah, they're, they're they're not that good. And I think UConn played in a very strong Big East. Mm-hmm. They played well, especially they're hot when it matters. You got to go yeah, UConn when it comes 5-12. when it comes to 12-5 uh, games. Majority of the time, I'm going to take a team that plays in the power six in basketball. Mm-hmm. UConn plays in the Big East. That's an easy pick for me. Yeah. Uh, does UConn get far in the tournament? I don't think so, but we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that uh, next week or Friday, whatever. Yeah. Uh, four thirteen, a very interesting four thirteen. I think the thirteen fours this year have been pretty good. They're better. To it's going to be better matchups and better basketball games. I know you're a big Arkansas guy. I am big uh, on Arkansas. Public picks right now, eighty two percent riding with Arkansas. That's surprising because it feels like everyone mm-hmm. is going Vermont. Vermont's a popular pick. They have one of the best offenses, most efficient starting five in uh, the Division One uh, NCAA. But whatever. Problem um, with that is they've played nobody. Two hundred and twenty eighth strength of schedule. They're thirteen for a reason. I got. Arkansas going far. I do not. I have the Catamounts winning in the first round. I think their BPI rank popped out to me at 38 compared to Arkansas's 20. So just still below. Right. But I think the net ranking does not do the Catamounts justice. Uh, the Catamounts in big time games this year lost to Providence by 10, lost to Maryland by 11. This is a much better ball club than it was then when they played early on in the season. Arkansas is extremely inconsistent against good teams. Yes, uh, and I think they're probably going to be caught off guard. I think I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means. I think that you definitely have a point yes. with picking Vermont, but I'm going to just have to roll with Vermont the team is here. the fifth best shooting team in the nation at 49.3 percent from the field. Arkansas 183rd. Okay, I hear you. Okay, let's move on from that. So, I want to think about that too. Yeah, much, too. yeah, I'm gonna get you thinking. Uh, here's one: Alabama, the six seed, taking on the 11 seed. Notre very Dame. Tough. Notre we, Dame winning last night in double overtime. Yeah. Is Notre Dame going to be too tired to take on we, Alabama? That was the question. Or does Notre Dame keep the momentum going from an absolutely wild win led by the head coach Mike Bray, who is my spirit animal? I think we have to just step back and take a look at the NAIA women's basketball for a second. <laughs> I just saw the most tired. University of St. Francis women's hoops squad have the momentum to mm-hmm. pull them through. And you know what? I'm going Notre Dame. That's what I've got too. And I'll say this. I had Rutgers and Notre I, Dame beating I had, Bama. I had there is no way Alabama wins a game this They're year in the tournament. Very good. They are not a six seed. They're barely an eight seed. I agree with you. I think I think I had Rutgers, honestly, last night. Uh, so it was a little bit disappointing that Notre Dame won. Rutgers was so good against um, good teams. Um, Notre Dame is going to win this game. Yes. And I'm, I'm, I'm nervous about this pick, but I think that after what I just saw in the NAI women's tournament, I'm going to go ahead and do this. All right. Texas tech, one of the best defenses ever in college basketball Mm -hmm. against Montana state. I think Montana state is pretty weak. What about you? Montana state. Yeah, pretty weak. I do think they were correctly seated, unlike a lot of teams in mm-hmm. this uh, bracket this year, unlike a lot of mid-majors in the bracket this year. I do think they're an appropriate 14 seed, but uh, Texas Tech is going to roll here. This one's uh, you you this watch pick. this game for the first half, and then you turn it off when Texas is up by 15. Absolutely. There's better games to watch. Uh, this one is a very, very tough one for me. Michigan State and Davidson. Yes, the public... I'll tell you this right now. The public writing Michigan State, not as hard as you would think. 62% going with Michigan State, 38% with Davidson, the 10 seed. 
I'll tell you right now, these net rankings, very close. Uh, 36th Michigan State, 41st for Davidson. Uh, the BPIs, uh, the BPI rank 32 for Michigan State, 50 for Davidson. I'm con- I'm I'm so conflicted. Mine right now is at Davidson. It's subject to change, but subject to change. You've got twelve out. You you got how many hours, my three. boy? You got three hours, my boy. Uh, yeah, I'm. I heard it's some guy for Davidson's revenge tour against Michigan State, and that's all I needed. So ten seven is always going to be close, anyways. Mm-hmm. I could easily see Michigan State winning this game and like beating Duke or something, and yeah. then my bracket's totally screwed. Yeah, but this I got Davidson right yeah. now. This is an offensive juggernaut out of the Atlantic 10. Listen to me here. 18th in field goal percentage to Michigan State's 84th. Eighth in three-point percentage compared to Michigan State's 21st. 43rd in free throw percentage compared to Michigan State's 73rd. I got Davidson. Okay, I got Davidson. I'm I'm rocking with Davidson as well. Uh, Foster Lawyer, their leading scorer, 16-6 a game. Uh, No injuries. Tyson Walker is a game-time decision still for Michigan State. Something to watch as we go forward. All right. We got Duke and CSU Fullerton. I think this is an easy Duke here. Yeah, easy Duke. CS Fullerton, thanks for coming out, guys. Congratulations on making the tournament. That was uh, cool. Duke by a million. Tell your kids about it. All yeah. right. Moving <laughs> on to the East. Yeah. Uh, well, first, let's get your, uh, who's your Elite Eight, your uh, regional championship out of the West? Our regional championship out of the West. Uh, the Zags are one of the best we've ever seen them. This mm-hmm. is an actually strong year for the Zags, which yeah, is different they're, from They're actually good. Chet normal. Holmgren, still overrated, but that's okay. I, it definitely overrated. Not very good as an NBA prospect, in my opinion. But Great, crazy great college that. basketball great player. Great college basketball player. And then I got Texas Tech. Look at us, man. I've got Gonzaga, Texas Tech as well. Uh, yep. I, I think I'm going to have a few uh, upsets rolling mm-hmm. later on. For example, the Catamounts I have in the Sweet 16, I have them <laughs> beating UConn in the round of 32. One of us is going to be screwed because yeah. I, I got them out in the first. <laughs> so either I'm rocking and rolling or, you know, you're not. So we've got that issue. Uh, but, yeah, I've got Gonzaga, Texas Tech. I I like Gonzaga this year. I I I really like their team. I do think Texas Tech. If anyone's going to beat Gonzaga prior to the Final Four, it's Texas Tech. I agree with you absolutely. It, but if Duke gets there, it's certainly not going to be Duke. I can I I'm Coach, close on. I, it's a little bit of a, of a preview. Obviously, I don't want to give all my secrets away, yeah. but I'm, I'm kind of close on Arkansas and Gonzaga. I, I don't know what to pick in that matchup, and I trust the Zags more, which is something I've never said in the history of life. I typically don't trust Gonzaga, and they're the weakest one seed, but I really that, like that, Gonzaga that, That's the Sweet 16 game, correct? That's yep, the game I have Gonzaga catamounts in because I'm dangerous. And you have an obvious Gonzaga pick there, but honestly, that's not even that different than Gonzaga's normal schedule. So no, it's not. Who knows? Yeah. All right, are we moving on? Uh, no, one thing I really, I really wanted to hit on really quickly, though, in the round of 32, we both have Duke playing Davidson. That's a tough matchup for me. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, that, that one's tough. I got Duke right now because I, so trust, do I. I don't trust Duke, though. Yeah, that's the thing. I really, I, I really was feeling a second round upset of Duke. And then I don't know, man. Uh, I think Michigan State or Davidson could do it. Yes. I think they I, both could do I, it. I, I, I'm really feeling a switch on that one here before before the night's out. I, <laughs> before tip at 11 Every time I today. do these switches, though, like, I am perfectly right the first time. And yeah. then if I don't do the switch, I'm like, ah, I'm not going to do the switch because I'm going to be right. And, and then, then you're I'm wrong. completely wrong. It's... I hate this. I hate March Madness. Yeah. It sucks. All right. I, 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 it's, you mean the greatest time of the it's, year it's sucks? It's the best, but it's the worst because... I'm so anxious. The game's starting three hours. I don't have class today. Like, oh, I've got class. That's so tough. And you got a game? 
Yeah, and I got a game. Catch your Bernie's at home. Yeah, Bernie's at home. Bernie's baseball, 3 p.m. first pitch. Watch the game on your phone and then watch us take on Olivet Nazarene. You know we do not like them Tigers. <laughs> uh, roll Bernie's. That's a story for another time. Th- thanks for coming out. They're covering the spread. All right. <laughs> are we moving on to the east for real? Uh, east or south? Where do you want to go here? Do you I'm wanna- kind of feeling east. East? All right, let's go east. I think the east is... Strong in in parts, but for mm-hmm. the most part, it's decently weak. Baylor and Norfolk State. I don't. I don't really. Sorry. Thanks Norfolk for coming State. out. Yeah. And thanks for coming out, Norfolk. I think if Baylor got a tougher draw at sixteen, I would have liked to. I I would have picked them. If maybe. they were if they were playing um Bri- uh, Bryant, Bryant, I would have. I would have picked so Bryant. Close. I honestly, unironically, would have picked Bryant. I'm, no, I'm with As you. The best scorer in the nation. As a one seed, you know, t- you cannot pick sixteen to one matchups uh, upsets sorry but yeah. i like to see one seed second round upsets i i like to have one not every year but some years when you got a week one seed i don't like baylor i don't think they're very good um and they're gonna have a, a tough second round matchup leading me into my transition north carolina and marquette i already what know who game. you're i already know who you're riding with you're Bro. a milwaukee guy i know you'd be crazy to pick north carolina I here picked him. my you- girlfriend goes to marquette I, I got friends on Marquette's team, I, but I got friends on North Carolina's basketball team. That's an Onions pick right that there. That is an Onions That's pick. Onions pick. It's tough. It's tough because my girlfriend's like, you know, she has her bracket where the Marquette's winning the championship because, mm-hmm. you know, she has to. Yeah. But I got friends she- at North Carolina too. And I got friends that play for the team. Shout out DeMarco. DeMarco's playing David, two of my buddies. And uh, I got North Carolina because, to be honest, they're hot at the right time. They had a tough start to the season, but they just beat Duke. They had a good, a decent tournament. Marquette, on the other hand, got really, really bad mm-hmm. at the last part. And we know how Coach Shaka does in tournaments. I don't trust Marquette in this one. The public, 65% is rocking with the Tar Heels, 35% with Marquette. You might have just talked me out of my uh, Marquette pick, but I, I, I don't think I'm going to change it at this point in time. I've got Marquette. Look, four and six in their last 10. Yeah, Coach Shaka does not perform in the tournament, which is w- exactly why you should pick Marquette. All right, the, March is where weird stuff happens. I agree with you. March is where it hits the fan. Yeah, I agree. And it's gonna hit the fan here. It's probably because I picked North Carolina. It's gonna be Marquette in an easy one, and then they'll, they'll take out Baylor, and, and I'll they'll be take out here, UCLA. I I like to split my eight nines. I usually pick two eights, two nines. Uh-huh. Marquette's yeah. one of my nines. Okay. I, out of the okay. nine seeds, I like them more than I like Creighton. I like them more than I like Memphis. Okay, I'm not. I, I'm not super strong. And I on like this them one. more than I like the eight seed Seton Hall against TCU. Oh, oh yeah, I think on. that TCU Seton Hall matchup's not fun to watch. I, I don't. I don't think that's no, very I'll, good. I'll, but, like I said, I'll watch the last five minutes of the game if it's close. But you got to be crazy if you think I'm watching the first. 35. Yeah, it's just not a good basketball game. But yeah, I think this is a very good 8-9. I think this is a super good 8-9 of two inc- extremely inconsistent That's going to be a fun basketball that game. Would be two a very streaky one. teams. One streaking in the right direction, one streaking in the wrong direction. And if Marquette, if Marquette plays how Marquette can play, they can easily win this game and beat Baylor. But And beat Baylor. Yes. But they, they might not. Um, is that what you have happening? I actually have Baylor winning in the second round, mm-hmm. but it is so close. Yeah. I, I'm so close on it. Anthony Harris and Dawson Garcia are both all out in the game today for North Carolina. For North Carolina. And okay. uh, Kean Itajir, did I get that right? Not nope. even close. Uh, he's out as well. All right. All Justin right. Lewis leading the way at As long as Justin Lewis is healthy and as long as Caleb Love is healthy, that's the same game. Yeah. Lewis is... Lo- 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 looks good to go. Interesting 5-12 with St. Mary's in Indiana. Oh! 
It was Indiana or Wyoming, and I had either one beating St. Mary's. Wow. I had Wyoming because I think Wyoming played really well this season. Yes. Wyoming was one of those teams that flew under the radar nationally a lot of the season, which is why they drew a 12 seed in a, a first four game. I don't think they should have been first four. Uh, I think Michigan actually should have been their first Mi- four. Michigan, it should have been Indiana with an 11 seed, Michigan playing Wyoming. 100% agree. I 100% agree. As a Michigan fan, everybody should know that. Yeah. Um, but who do you got in this 12-5? If it was Wyoming, I was going to lean St. Mary's. Okay. I Okay. Power five versus uh, power six. And not even very good St. Mary's team. Like, they, I don't think they should have gotten a five seed. When it, but they had some good wins. In 12-5 in matchups, when uh-huh. a mid-major plays a major, a power five, a power six in basketball, and when the mid-major is the five seed, the percentages outweighingly favor the 12. This wasn't a basketball pick. This was a bracketology by the numbers pick. Yep. Indiana wins this one uh, just because, A, they're hot at the right time. They're playing some great basketball. They have they, Jackson. They very e- Indiana could become America's team this weekend. Okay. They could. Okay. They very easily could I become America's team. Yeah, that's interesting. They are. They just have some of those characters. Their coach, whose name is escaping me, in his first season. They got Trace Jackson Davis, who's the best player on the court today. Yes, Trace Jackson Davis, he balled out the other night. Uh, Mike Woodson in his first season, he has uh, taken an approach what it, like, like you hear uh, guys talk about. Um, he's trying to mentor and raise young men. You know, okay. That's his thing. He oh, goes, education first. He says that in every interview, education first. So these guys are missing two days of classes to play basketball. But, but whatever. whatever, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I say nothing about that. Uh, uh, right. Indiana, losing record in the Big Ten. St. Mary's, 12-3 uh, and three in the uh, WCC. What's their overall record? 25-7. and seven. Okay. All right. That's St. Mary's was not in the tournament last year. How do you go from not being in the tournament to a five seed? Indiana's losing record in the Big Ten doesn't mean a whole lot to me because... It's the Big Ten. It's the Big Ten. All right. This is a tough... Oh, you got Indiana to be clear. Yes, I do have Indiana. I do as well. I got Indiana. and I do want to talk about the BPI. St. Mary's BPI 24, Indiana 33. That's the closest between 5 and 12 seeds. Mm, that is interesting. So I guess if it's close and it's a 12-5, you know you got to pick the 12. Yes, yes. All right, UCLA, Akron. When I first saw this matchup on the on the screen, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm leaning Akron. And then I did more a little bit, a little bit, and I was like, UCLA by a thousand. <laughs> UCLA is healthy. Yep. They have not been healthy all they're year. Hot. They're healthy now, and they're red hot out of the Pac-12. You'd be crazy to pick the Zips. I agree There's with no you. way a team out of the MAC is beating a Pac-12 powerhouse like UCLA. And this is not the same Akron that we get every year. It's the same thing as New Mexico State, mm-hmm. where it's like, you see Akron, you're like, okay. And that's my first thought. I was like, Akron, I like that upset pick right away. And then, you know, Akron's just not very good this year. They're not impressive. So, <laughs> easy pick for UCLA. Yeah. I'm going to scare you a little bit, though. Uh, 63rd in field goal percentage. UCLA is 119. Oh, Akron, 73rd in three-point field goal percentage. UCLA, 102nd. Uh, what gives me hope, uh, Akron, 280th in free throw percentage, shooting under 70% at the line. Hack-a-shack time. Yes, sir. Uh, free throw under what percent? Under 70%. Oh, my god. They are at 68.7. Yeah, not good. Uh, when it, In March Madness, when it comes down to it, you got to rock and roll with the better free throw shooters. You got to hit the free throws, man. Got to hit the free throws, which is why I'm rocking in this ball game with... Ukla. Uh, yes, Ukla. All right. Uh, an interesting 6-11. I think 
kind of e- pretty easy. Uh, you got Texas, who is historically bad uh, March Madness team versus Virginia Tech. Had a Virginia Tech really had a bad season, and then they got red hot at the right time, coming off an 18, if I'm not mistaken, I might be wrong, 18-point win against Duke. Just won the conference. Incredible game for them. Uh, what do you got with Virginia Tech, 11 seed, 6 seed Texas? Onions pick here. Onions pick. Give me Vatek. I'm, I'm, I'm riding with the Hokies. Yep, 100% agree. They got red hot at the right time. Texas, they're not very good. The Texas 5-5 five and five in their last 10. Virginia Tech 8-2. and two. Virginia Tech is the 39th best shooting team in the nation. Texas 162nd. The third best three-point shooting team in the nation is Virginia Tech. Number three, 39.3%. Texas 255th. Roll Hokies. Roll Hokies. I don't know what you need to hear, guys. I can go to Ken Palm too and pull up these same things, and they're going to heavily favor the Hokies because they can play defense too. They don't suck on defense. They allow just 62 points a game. However, Texas allowing under 60 points per game this year. Don't care. Don't I care. don't either. Texas I'm rolling with the Hokies. Good. Yep. Texas is not a good basketball team. I'll tell you this right now. Something that scares me, the public, 52% with Virginia Tech. I know. and it, 52%. It's, like, it's so much it doesn't even feel like an upset to the point where Texas feels like an upset, and I might just have to pick Texas. Yeah, is picking Texas an upset? And if so, should I pick Texas? This is too much public <laughs> eyes on Virginia Texas. Tech. I feel like this is the most. I, March Madness is obviously huge. I know this. But this is the most I've ever been influenced by social media and March Madness. TikTok ain't helping. TikTok it, is not if you don't have these three teams in your, I, in your, your sweet 16, wrong. your bracket is broken. Everyone needs it's these some guy with like 300 followers. And you're like, dude, what? Everyone has an opinion on everything. It's like not every single double-digit seed can win, okay? Some guy tried to t- tell me that Wright State was a lock to beat Arizona. Arizona's the most complete team in the tournament. What? Yeah, no, come on. <laughs> Onions! <laughs> Anyways, uh, interesting. Onions! <laughs> Double order. That is double order, really. <laughs> uh, interesting, three fourteen here. Not really. Purdue and Yale. Thanks for coming out, Yale. Yeah, thank congrats you. on your degrees. Look, I <laughs> was hoping that Purdue got a, a tough draw because Purdue is not that good. Purdue is so. They're going to have a really hard round of thirty-two draw though good. when they play Virginia Tech. Good. And you know what? I said we weren't going to talk round of thirty-two because Virginia Tech's winning that. Game. Yes, they are. That's why I have as well, guys. Just so you know, listener. Podcast exclusive coming to you tomorrow night. It will be recorded during the last couple of games of the round of 64. We'll get you our reaction to the round of 64, our predictions for the round of 32. Podcast Podcast exclusive. exclusive. It will not be on the air. Go. Will we cover it on the radio just briefly? Like talking about like next week, we'll yeah, be like, yeah, the round yeah. of 32 was interesting. This game was interesting. Yeah, we'll recap the round of 32, but we got to preview it first for the pod. Absolutely. Preview great. it for the pod. We got to talk about it. Yeah, time. we got to talk about it. We're going to have a special guest joining us, Evan Sherrard. Very, very interesting. Boston. It's a big name. Big name. Never heard of him. If you haven't, he was a partner of mine, did a lot of writing for me at uh, uh, in high school, but it's fine. Smart kid, really knows his stuff. Goes to a D3 school out there. My man knows exactly what he is talking about when it comes to March Madness. He's going to get me right for the round of 32. Get you right for the round of 32. I'm excited to have another opinion. You yeah. know? This yeah, is a third opinion. Because yeah. it's March Madness. It's March Madness. Exactly. Every, our, all of our brackets are so completely different. 
You know that? It, it just is. Uh, but yeah, Yale, thanks for coming out. Congratulations. If you got a tougher draw, I would have picked a 14. I really would have. But then when I saw Yale. There's way too many. I got too much 14-3 stuff going on in my bracket this year. Do you got other upsets at 14-3? Uh, now that, that I'm looking at scary. it, no. Please, but I was okay, very okay. Oh, but I was very tempted to do, do a Colgate few. Colgate thing, weren't you? I was very tempted to do the Colgate thing. But I did not. I did not. My first, I'll tell you this. My first bracket, I actually had Wisconsin winning the whole thing. <laughs> and then I immediately took it back. <laughs> you um, get to the final four and you're like, wait, why is Wisconsin still wait. here? <laughs> uh, Murray State, San Francisco, two awesome mid-major teams that really it's a tough job they had to meet in the first round because they would have yeah. busted some brackets. But Murray State's 30-2. and two. Yeah, The Racers... 20-game winning streak. You can't go KJ Williams, Tevin Brown. Need I say more? The duo averaging 30. They're averaging 35 a game together. That, that, that's un, unbeatable. Murray State. It's tough for San Francisco. It's a tough drop, but I got Murray State. Uh, Kentucky, St. Peter's, will go to Kentucky. Public is 70-30 for Murray State, San Fran. Net rankings, Murray State 21st, San Francisco 22nd. Really? San Francisco, 16th strength of schedule. What? Murray State, 190th. Oh, shoot. Wait, who do you got? I got Murray State. Okay. Dude, I'm you just, just, why would you even say that? Because dude? I like dude. to scare myself and I like to scare you. I, food for thought here. I literally hate this, bro. <laughs> I'm going to get so anxious at 10.58 and be like, okay, what San Francisco. Time, what time does this game play? Because that, that, that's a game that I, I have to sit down and I have to watch all 40 minutes of. Yeah, dude. Oh, my gosh. Okay, all right. Uh, while, while you find that Kentucky St. Peter's, Kentucky. Uh, yeah, Kentucky St. Peter's is obviously Kentucky. There's no shot it's not. Yeah. And that, that, that was a very easy one. I don't think these, this t- game plays until Friday. Friday. Okay, that's so no, bad. No, tonight at 840. We, <laughs> we are watching that game watching together. That? Okay, we are yeah. watching that game together. Okay. Oh, my gosh. What are you doing tonight? Uh, trying to hang out after the game or some more? Absolutely nothing. All right, yeah, we, yeah, we watching the game. We watching All the game. Right, we, we, we watching the game. Date night. Uh, ben and I, date night. <laughs> Uh, you heard it here first. Couch coaches date night. Um, yeah, Murray State, though, 79 points per game, uh, 77 for San Fran. Uh, here's what really tipped me to Murray State. was the uh, First of all, both of these teams suck at the free throw line. If you have them going any further than the round of 32, I could see it. But I would, ur- I you would can, urge you against can see it. Anything. You yeah, can see I, anything. I would urge against it. 257th in the nation for Murray State at the free throw line. And they're gonna San Francisco, Kentucky. 248th at the charity stripe. They're now, Murray State, almost 48% from the field. That's 21st in the nation. San Francisco, 84th in the nation at 45.7. Both really good. San Francisco and Murray State, they're separated by 0.1% from three. 0.1%. Whoever gets, Whoever gets hot. I think Murray State is the hottest team in basketball. Uh, I'm riding with them. I agree with you. I agree with you. And th- does that wrap up our East? Because uh, Kentucky wins. I do believe it does. All right. Elite eight picks. Who's your Eastern Conference Regional uh, Championship of the Tech of the State? Of the Tech of the State. Uh, I've got Baylor making it all the way. And I've got Virginia Tech Chump. playing them. Chump. Chump? Couldn't be more wrong. All right. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I'm interested. Now that I said that. You'll be 100% right and be the only perfect bracket to ever live. That'd be awesome. I got UCLA. I can see that. And I I got Kentucky. I can see that. You have uh, UCLA beating Baylor. Yeah, I do. And I can see Kentucky losing to Virginia Tech as well. I agree. Uh, I I can see that. I mean, uh, beating Virginia Tech. I have Virginia Tech over Kentucky. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
I can see it, brother. Yeah, Virginia Tech, I just think, is one of those teams that is so beyond slept on. They are a six seed. They're that, hot. That's how they're being picked in the public as a six seed. They're hot, and it's it's about how long it lasts. And you know what? They could easily win. Yeah. I'd also like to point out, I'm going to backtrack a little bit to that Murray State-San Francisco matchup. Sure. 70% of the public riding with Murray State right now. Yeah, I feel like that's a little bit too lopsided for my liking. Yeah. Which is why I'm People still picking. See San Francisco is, that's the exact like, reason I'm picking Murray State. It's so scary. People dude. see San Francisco. I'm like, oh, San Francisco. San Francisco. They're terrible. This is a good team. That's a good ball club right there. That's a USF brother right there. Their logo USF, same as ours, just green and yellow. How are we feeling about that? Nervous. Nervous. Nervous for my San Francisco guys over there. Because yeah. you know what? I know my bracket's yes. not going to do anything. So I, you know, I like, I like, you know, the mid-major schools that get so slept on and get no, yeah. no picks. No. I want to see San Francisco Respect. do something. Respect. That's this, why I said it's yeah. so tough they match up in the first round. Because I wanted to see both yes. of them win. The South seed is, the South uh, region, excuse me, is extremely boring. That's where we're going to go next. Yeah, I have it, a very boring South region. I would just like to say I have a coked up Midwest region. <laughs> so. Wait, hold on. Let me, let me look. Let me look. Strap in for that. I, I really don't. Uh-huh. No, I really don't. Okay. All right. I think my bracket's pretty boring now. Okay. All right. Are we going to the South? Yeah, we're going to the South. All right. Yeah. Arizona, Wright State. Give me it. Yeah, Arizona. Arizona. Okay. Thanks for coming out, Wright State. Great yeah. baseball program, by the way. Really? Yes. You and would know because you play college baseball. At the NAIA level, yes, of But course. you play college baseball. That's all you need to say. Yeah, yeah. at the NAIA level. Did you not start at shortstop? Uh, yeah, so to, you to started, give the other guy a break. Wait, wait, wait. So, so you started at shortstop. As a college baseball. I see your grin, bro. <laughs> I ain't smiling. That's the proud grin right there. You started as a shortstop at the college baseball level. Give it up for Alex. Uh, Give it up for Alex. Onions. Yes. Yes. Onions. That's beautiful. All right. We got Zona both. Uh, and then we'll go to Seton Hall TCU, the worst eight and nine out of all of them, just because they're both boring. Yeah. 54% of the public is riding with the nine seed here, TCU. Really? That uh, kind of scares me a little yeah, bit. Yeah. The Big East, uh, Seton Hall, 21 and 10. 11 and 8 in the conference. Their net ranking is 37th. They are 3 and 6 against the top 25. TCU is 5 and 6. TCU has a better strength of schedule. They have a better defense. TCU shoots better from the field by a lot. However, the big difference here is three point shooting scares me a lot. Free throw shooting scares me a lot. Uh, TCU. Uh, 172nd in the nation in field goal percentage. Seton Hall, 273rd. Uh, three pointers. Seton Hall, 165th. TCU, 328th. In, in the nation from three. That's not good. Free throw shooting. TCU, 323rd in the nation. Seton Hall, 43rd. Dude, you really scared me at first with all of those things you were saying about how good TCU was compared to Seton Hall. I have Seton Hall. I have TCU. Uh, I, I, Mike Miles is that guy. I'm so scared. He should, is, I pick, should I pick TCU? <laughs> Dude, I'm so nervous. How many eights and nines do you have picked? Um, okay, that's a good question here. I'll go through that. Eight, nine. I got uh, nine there. Eight is Seton Hall. Eight is North Carolina. And I got nine Memphis. I got split, so. Okay, yeah, I'm going to keep it, but. Yeah, that's fair. TCU, uh, four and six in their last ten. Seton Hall, seven and three in their last ten. I might be talking myself out of a pick here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> right now, we're, run, we're riding with the Horned Frogs. I'll, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow night, and we'll see how I, if you I, change, if that. I change that yeah. after the show. Guys, there's going to be so much thinking that I'm going to do in these two hours, and I'm going to panic. I'm going to completely change my back and have, have four 16 seeds winning. Uh, very interesting 12-5. UAB at the 12 and five Houston Cougars. Please drop some knowledge on me, Alex. Houston is 29 and 5. 
15 and 3 in the conference. UAB 27 and 7, 14 and 4 in the USA. The net rankings, Houston is third, UAB is 46th. The BPIs, Houston is 2, UAB is 47. I don't like Houston at 2 in the BPI. That scares me. UAB scores 80 points a game. <laughs> they give up 66. Dude. Houston scores 75. Houston gives up 58. Oh, that's Houston and UAB are separated by just three spots in the field goal percentage leaderboard. UAB is the 15th best shooting uh, three-pointer okay. team in the nation. They have the 15th best three-point percentage. Houston shoots 161st in the nation from three. Houston is the 319th best free throw shooting team at 66.9%. UAB, 100th, but 73.8. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got the Dragons and Jordan Walker beating Houston. Big 12-5. I wasn't a fan of it, but I'm riding with the 19% of the nation that's going with UAB. I just feel like UAB is one of those teams to always do something crazy in the tournament. When they do make it, they'll win one game, you know, set the nation on fire, and then kind of disappear after that. I'm, I'm, I'm riding with UAB here. Houston Houston has the record, and they have the BPI and everything, but they don't have any quad one wins. They're not mm-hmm. very good for a five seed, and that's why they got put at a five seed anyways. Yeah, people were arguing that they should have been a three or a four. I'm like, guys, no quad one wins. You can't have no quad one wins. Just because they're good at Scoring, like in getting hot and do, going on runs, does not make them a good basketball team. It's a 12-5, and so... You got to have at least one 12-5, and, and UAB is my first, I, I think. I think this one was the easy one compared to, like, the rest. Honestly, I'm going to be honest, Indiana was an easy 12-5 for me. Oh, yeah. After yeah. Indiana won, uh, that was an easy 12-5 for me. This was a harder one, uh, UAB-Houston. I, I, I like UAB here. Uh, I, I, I'm going to go with them. Saying that, Houston, uh, congratulations for punching your ticket to the Final Four. Yeah. Illinois, Chattanooga, interesting 4-13 here. Yeah. I, was, I was tempted, but I went Illinois. The 5-12, 4-13 seeds in the South. Any four of them could end up in the Sweet 16. 100% agree. Any four of them. Yep. Any four of them could get hot. With that being said, I'm going with Illinois over Chattanooga. Yep. yep. Uh, Kofi Coburn's just that guy. That's my exact thought. Kofi Coburn's the best. They guy have in the court. 30th strength of schedule. Chattanooga's played nobody this year. No top 25 games. 109th in the strength of schedule. Uh, they are the 41st best shooting team in the nation, but they can't hit three pointers. Not at the rate Illinois can. Illinois is 44th in the nation. Uh, free throw shooting, though, big difference here. Five percentage points in difference. Chattanooga 60th in the nation. Illinois 200th. Uh, I think I have Illinois going a little too far in the tournament. I got them getting out next round. I do not. You have them uh, losing to UAB. Yeah. I have them beating UAB uh, in the round of 32. Are you and nervous about that one? Uh, no. What I am nervous about is I do think Illinois beats them. I don't think UAB has an inside presence to compete with Kofi. If they just feed Kofi inside, it's over. Uh, Illinois. I'm banking on Illinois being on. For too many days in a row. Yeah. That's what's scary for That's me. Illinois part. is very streaky. They're very streaky. They show up, they dominate, or they show up, and they just kind of roll over on the court. So uh, I also have them in the Sweet 16 beating Arizona. Oh, no, 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 yes. no, Alex. Alex, yes. Alex. Yes. I strongly urge you. I don't, I'm not the March Madness guy. Everyone knows that. I'm not I very know. good at this. I know. Because the more you know, the less you know. Mm-hmm. But... Arizona. It's, it's Arizona. I, I just strongly urge you to reconsider, okay? And and that's what I'll leave it. I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. But you know what? I just gave you this advice, and Arizona's totally going to lose in the Sweet 16 to Illinois. You're right. 
I hate this dude. Uh, yeah, Chattanooga is not very impressive in my opinion. If Illinois would have drawn maybe a, a little bit harder 13, if I could have seen them. Yeah. But honestly, if Illinois had drawn a 7-10 and played a school like Loyola, that would have been very tough. That would have oh, been, been fun though. That huh? would have been a very fun basketball game and I would have picked Loyola again. I really would have. That'd but instead we have a different Big 10 team playing Loyola. Yep. In uh, the Midwest. And uh, sneak preview, I've got Loyola. We'll get to it. Uh, 6'11", Colorado State and your Michigan Wolverines. Michigan's favorite. Is Jawan Howard going to punch the Colorado State head coach? Wouldn't that be very March madness <laughs> I got Michigan. Uh, now, 53, 53% of the public is riding with Michigan on this I've one. I've watched Michigan all year. And they're not good at basketball. Like, at <laughs> all. Like, they're they're just so bad. But Two and seven against the top 25. Third strength of schedule, though. This team... Guys, they're not they're not good though. Like you, you you lose fourteen games and you find yourself in the tournament. I don't see how it happens. Yeah, um, I saw them lose in the first round of the Big Ten tournament. This is a team that historically doesn't matter what their seed is in the Big Ten. They will go on a run in the tournament. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, win pretty decent amount. But uh, they lost in the first round, and I was like, okay, that seals the deal for me being high on Indiana, and that really seals the deal for me being low on Michigan. With yeah. all of that being said. Colorado State's a very strong team, and I got Michigan all day. Yeah, uh, Colorado State, 13th best uh, shooting team in the nation, 66th best from three. They are the 15th best free throw shooting team in the nation. It scares me. Everything you say scares me, but Michigan's Michigan, my favorite team. 44th uh, field goal percentage, 165th from three, 80th at the charity stripe. I'm going to switch my pick. I'm going Colorado State. No, are you actually? I swear. I swear. I, I, you the reason I, 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 the reason I switched my pick and it is I just picked Colorado State. For everyone that, that you know, knows me, uh, this is not gambling advice at all. Okay? Don't gamble, everyone at home. If I see Michigan playing against a team like Ohio State, a team that... Uh, if I, if I really want Michigan to win a game really, really bad, I'll put $10 on the team that they play against. So when Michigan played Ohio State in football, I put $10 on Ohio State. That way, if Michigan wins, I lose $10. That's fine. It's worth it to me. To, Michigan won for 10 bucks. If Michigan loses, I still win some money. I'll probably do that here. <laughs> so I'm doing that in the form of ESPN, and I'm putting my pick at Colorado State. If, if oh, Colorado State man, wins, dude. cool. My tournament does my tournament <laughs> challenge as well. If Michigan wins, I'll take the loss on my tournament <laughs> challenge, and my favorite team wins the game. Oh, man. Colorado State just getting 47% of the public. That's another 6-11 where the 11 seed is favored. I yeah, don't their like favorite, that. Uh, in Vegas. Yeah, I don't like that. Colorado State, my pick here. Okay, oh, okay, that makes me uh, feel better. No doubt in my mind, eight and two in their last ten. And Michigan is without. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on his name. It's my favorite team. Their starting point guard. They have no injury report, according what? to the CBS. He didn't travel. Uh, he's in concussion protocols. Mm, well, he's not on the injury report. So. Well, he's hurt. So. So, all oh, right, three fourteen, Tennessee Longwood. Uh, congratulations, Longwood, on making the tournament. Uh, you're going nowhere. <laughs> That's brutal. Tennessee by a million. Uh, this is such a brutal three fourteen game. Uh, I don't even want to watch Longwood play. I'm sorry to to just go back real quick. Devontae Jones is not traveling with the teams as their starting point guard, averaging ten point seven, four point six, and four point six. Even more reason to pick Colorado. Even State. Even more reason to pick Colorado State. All right, sorry. Tennessee Longwood. Congratulations on the tournament, Longwood. Tennessee by a million. Yep. 100%. Uh, <laughs> that was not even close. It's Longwood. Congratulations on the ticket. 343rd strength of schedule for Longwood. <laughs> Is that good? That, that's not very good, Bob. 
Yeah, well, we can move on from that one and save time here. Ohio State <laughs> and Loyola, Chicago. Ooh. EJ Liddell, if if you do what you can do, Ohio State by a million. But I got Loyola. Loyola is favored in the public by 51% to 49%. This is a flip a coin game. Yep, agreed. Net rankings, Loyola is 23rd. Ohio State is 26th. Wow, Loyola is ranked ahead of in them. In the BPI, Ohio State is 23rd. Loyola is 25th. What? Loyola holds their t- opponents to just 60 a game. Both of these teams score exactly 73.8 points a game. <laughs> this is so incredibly even. Loyola, 17th in the nation in field goal percentage at 48.3. Ohio State, 32nd at 47.4. Loyola, 9th in the nation in three-point percentage at 38.3. Ohio State, 27th at 37.3. Loyola shooting at the line is 169th in the nation at 71.9%. Ohio State free throw percentage, 31st in uh, the nation at 76%. Loyola all day. I'm rocking with the Ramblers as well. Roll sister Jean, you know how we get down. Drew Valentine, first year head coach. Uh, Missouri Valley Conference tournament title for the big fella in his first year. Uh, Moser is gone. He took a head job somewhere else. He's a loser for not staying with the Ramblers. Uh, congrats to Drew Valentine, though. He's going to get it done. Lucas Williams, Williamson against EJ Liddell is going to be such a fun matchup. Oh, yeah. Uh, no Seth Towns, no Justice Suing, no Kyle Young, no Zed Key for Ohio State. That's a lot of no's. And we've seen Ohio State in tournaments, right? Uh, quick, I just want to make you guys... Uh, uh, quick correction. Kyle Young and Zed Key are game time decisions. I'm hearing Young is more likely to be out, and uh, Key is still game time. Interesting enough. Uh, we saw that Ohio State last year had a very, they were much better last year. Obviously, they were a two seed last year. Um, they took care of everybody that they played against in the Big Ten. And then they have a very weird end to the season. They don't play very well down the stretch. And then they lose in the first round to Oral Roberts. We all know what happens with America's the Max, team. With Max and everything like that. America's um, team. So we saw that last year. And then this year, you know, they're playing pretty good. Not as good as last year, but they're playing pr- pretty good. Same core, too, with EJ Liddell and uh, Dwayne Washington. And then, uh, you know, they lose to Nebraska. They lose to Rutgers. They lose to Michigan. Uh, not in order, but th- they did. Um, mm-hmm. And then they lose in the first round of the tournament. And I'm like, okay, it's March Madness again. And you get a tough draw. I think you have to pick Loyola. Yeah, Loyola is my pick here. Riding with the public, unfortunately. Yeah, I know. You don't like I hate that. when upsets go with the public. It scares me. I the hate heck picking with the public in upsets. It's, I it despise does. it. It scares me. Uh, Villanova, Delaware, I don't think Villanova is a good team. I really don't. I think they're the most overrated team in this tournament um, and a terrible two seed. I really think that they're the worst two seed. Um, and people are super high on Nova, like champions Nova. Uh, hey, I ben. watched them for. Hey, ben. Hey Ben, come on, dude. Hey We're ben. gonna get to our final four, and if, if you say Nova, I'm gonna. I don't think Nova's good. I really don't. Um, with that being said, obviously Delaware is ten million times worse. Del- Delaware's not good. <laughs> Villanova's gonna win, and they're they're gonna win the next round too. And you think they beat Loyola? I think they beat Loyola. Yeah, it's really gonna come down to. to Tennessee. Yeah, and Tennessee Nova. and Nova. I honestly think the winner of Tennessee Nova has a very solid chance of getting into the final four. I do think yeah. the winner of that game ends up in the final four. Uh, they beat Arizona or Illinois or whoever you have in that game. Who do you have in the Elite Eight in the uh, South Regional Championship? Uh, I'm sorry, I've just blanked. Uh, it's Arizona and Tennessee. I've got Illinois and Villanova. A two versus four. Now, are you day. thinking about changing that Illinois pick, or are you are you gonna? I guess Arizona. I am very tempted to, but so we'll I, see what happens. I'm, with. I've, no, that's not the pick I was uh, 
considering I was talking myself out of Seton Hall TCU, right? That, well, yes, yes. But you said that you had Illinois going a little bit too far. Yeah. So I wanted to see. Which if, is exactly why I'm not going to change it. Okay, 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 fair enough. Kofi okay. Co- Coburn is that guy. No, I know. I sat here and listened to Lewis talk about how Kofi Coburn made Lewis feel like a little boy. And that right there, I yeah. was like, okay, Illinois is Illinois's pretty good. Yeah, uh, so Illinois versus Nova for me in the Elite Eight, and you said Arizona and Tennessee? Yes, sir. All right, that should be a good ball game. The Midwest! All right, my Midwest uh, region is so beyond messed up and upset heavy. I'm so sorry for what's about to happen. I'll mostly uh, hand it to th- you then. Amer- America's team is in the Midwest. That's all I'm going to say. America's team is in the Midwest. Texas Southern, congratulations. <laughs> no. I like Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Yeah. Uh, hey, man, the Islanders are hot, baby. Dude, those um, jerseys were so ugly. Did I you know. see those things? Yeah. Those things are disgusting. See, but that was like the round of uh, whatever, the 68, whatever. You know, the first four. First whatever. four, final yeah. four, whatever you want to call it. Um, they, uh, it was pretty good games for the most part. But then why, why like Texas Southern and <laughs> Texas A&M's Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi. I was like, who's going to watch that? <laughs> I did. I watched every minute of it. <laughs> Came down to the last second, too. No, yeah. I it was it a was good great. basketball game. All right. Uh, Kansas, Texas Southern. Congratulations, Texas Southern, on showing up. Kansas. Uh, Kansas by a million. Hot. Moving on. San Diego State and Creighton. Tough the, one here. The public is leaning Creighton. Yep. I'm not. Whoa. San Diego State. San Diego State has a better net ranking. They have a better defense. They have a better strength of schedule. Uh, they are a better three-point shooting team. The uh, field goal percentages are only separated by about a percent. The big difference here is the free throw. San Diego State shoots 69% at the charity stripe. Creighton, 72. That's a difference of 133rd place for the Creighton Blue Jays and 252nd for San Diego State. Uh, I just think Matt Bradley's that dude. I don't think Ryan Hawkins is that dude for Creighton. Uh, looking at the BPIs as well. Uh, San Diego State and Creighton, uh, 30th for San Diego State, 69th for Creighton. That was enough for me. Creighton is 5-6 and six against the top uh, top 25. They played a lot of top 25 ball clubs. They just couldn't get wins. Creighton, see, I grew up around San Diego State. If, if nobody knows, I went, like, I was maybe 30 minutes from San Diego State growing up. I watched Kawhi Leonard. I had season tickets. Mm-hmm. San Diego State is one of my all-time favorites, okay? I love them. I had season tickets for years. Uh, with that being said, I've watched a lot of Big East basketball this year. Yeah. And I really trust Creighton. And I, I'm, I'm usually very big on Big East teams. I think the Big East is one of the top three conferences in collegiate basketball year in and year out. I just don't buy it this year with a lot of the Big East teams. I, I find myself not picking them in situations where traditionally I would. Okay. This is a game I traditionally would ride with them. And I think I am going to switch that TCU pick to Seton Hall just so I can get a Big East team in there. That's why I, 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 I have to have some Big East love. And I have none this year. And I don't know why. I just, in these matchups, I'm not trusting them. Individually, I love these Big East teams. But in these matchups, they're pulling. I'm just, I, I can't pull you myself have to love them. And you do have Nova. I do have Marquette and Nova. I just, <laughs> I hear you, dude. Big East, the, the, the Big East in general, actually, had a very good start and a kind of rocky finish. Mm-hmm. Um, but Creighton was the um, outlier. Yeah. They, they had a very strong finish. Mm-hmm. And I think with that momentum, Creighton goes in and beats San Diego State in the Midwest region, which is tough as, a, as an SDSU fan. I really love SDSU. Yeah. Um, but moving on, a very interesting... Oh, do you, you got something to say? No, I was just going to say this is a week 5-12 in my opinion. 
Yeah, uh, I agree. I think this is a week 12. I like I like Iowa a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I think Iowa's a red-hot basketball club. I think they have potential to bust some brackets in terms of making deep runs, not yeah. necessarily by winning that first game. It's not a bracket bust, but making a deep run would be. Uh, I personally don't have them making a deep run, but 88% of the public's on Iowa. Yeah, I got them in the Sweet 16. Richmond doesn't have any of their major of the major three offensive statistics I've been referencing all day. Yeah. Uh, they don't have anything above 148th place. I don't I don't yeah, I don't get this one. I think I, I uh, Richmond very easily could have been a 14 or a 13, maybe even a 14, and a team like South Dakota State could should have been that 12. I that's what I was going to say. I agree with you. I got Iowa. Uh, that was an easy pick for me. Providence, South Dakota State, America's team is in this uh, area here. Providence, South Dakota State. Let's see what the public's doing. Only 28% on the Jackrabbits. What? That's a shame. This is the easiest pick of my life. South Dakota Providence State by a million. is so bad. So bad. I will give Providence this. They show up in the big game. Four and two versus the top 25. They have the 49th strength of schedule. But uh, they're lucky. They, they are lucky. What yeah, gets me lucky. going, this Jackrabbit offense... 18-0 in the conference, 30-4 overall. Winners of what? They're past something like 20 games or something like that? They're, they've at least won their last 10. I have no idea because I haven't looked into this game at all. I saw Providence and I was like, no. they get a decently tough draw? Yeah. No. And they got a decently tough draw. South Dakota State, second best shooting team in the nation. F- number one three-point shooting team in the nation. Number 34 free throw shooting team in the nation. South Dakota State, bracket buster incoming. Yeah. Uh, I've got an onions pick with South Dakota State. Tell me this. You got them on a sweet 16, don't you? You got them going farther. We'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. You're uh-huh. ridiculous, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Jackrabbits. Uh-huh. So Six. since Alex has them going far, congratulations, Providence. You're moving on. Yeah, you're going to the final It's going to be tough for us, uh, Alex. LSU, Iowa State. This is a good one. Uh, I Like I said, I'm very upset heavy here. I'm going with the 11 seed, uh, Iowa State. I'm going 6 seed, LSU. They're so oh! Oh, they are so hot. Ben, no, get with the program. I'm not with the program. Get with Alex, the program, Ben. We can't have the same bracket. All right. Man? I know. It makes I for know. a boring show. I know. LSU. And by the way, guys, we didn't talk about our brackets before this. No, this is the um, um, this is the first time we're ever hearing of LSU's each other's picks. hot. Yeah. And so I, I picked LSU. They're a strong team. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I'm going with Iowa State. Uh, they just have the makings of a team to make a run in the uh, in March Madness. I, d- I just have a feeling. No, I hear you. Iowa State's always a team like that. They have victories over Texas Tech, Texas, TCU, Iowa, Memphis, Xavier. Dude, stop. First That's... year head coach, TJ Otzelberger. Isaiah, Bro- head, Isaiah Brockington. I'm looking for a John McGinty oh, type story here with Iowa State. Dude. And uh, a just W so in the first know, round over LSU. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Yeah. But John McGinty did get out in the round of 32. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. All right. I just need a win out of Iowa State in the first round. That's all I need. Wisconsin Colgate, a tough 14 matchup for Wisconsin. Uh, I'm still riding with Wisconsin. They're struggling right now, but yeah, you got to ride with Wisconsin. 92% of the public is with Wisconsin, and here's why. Johnny Uh, Davis is the reason why. Actually, I'll tell you this right now. uh, Colgate, 26th in the nation in field goal percentage. Second in the nation in three-point percentage. Dude. 252nd in free throws. Wisconsin, 266th from the field, 296th from three, and 92nd at the charity stripe. Ben, are you panicking? Yeah, I'm panicking. I'm panicking a lot, dude. Because panic! Because Colgate is good. Colgate, Colgate is good. Is good basketball. They're really Do, good. Pa- pause. Pause. Do I have Colgate win this game? Dude. And then have them beat Iowa State? No! And then have... <laughs> no! See? 
Now we're changing rounds and rounds. <laughs> you can't do that because whatever you do, you were going to be... You're wrong now. Dude, You're it's wrong. such a toy coin toss anyways. Who cares? This tournament is so broken. The seating was so terrible. The seating was terrible this year. Congre I, actually, it's a good thing. It's that a the good thing was terrible, because now it's going to be great basketball fun. that no one can predict. Dude. However, what am I supposed to pick here? I've said it all day, and so I've done what I would typically 92% with Wisconsin. 92 how do I not go with Colgate here? It's Wisconsin is struggling so much. Johnny Davis is coming off a three for twenty. I I mean they're seven and three in their last ten. That's not bad. That's not bad. It's not bad. No, it's not. It's not. That's five okay and five. for a tournament it's not team. Texas. It's whatever. It's but, not Iowa State who's four and six, and I have them in the Sweet Sixteen. Hell, I have them in the Elite Eight. I have them out in the first round. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to click some <laughs> revise. Yeah, we're, we're, we we finna change that. So. We, I have Wisconsin right now. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm very nervous about this game. Honestly, I might feel a Colgate upset here. Uh, I kind of want to switch wrong. the LSU game as well. <laughs> I kind of want to switch it to LSU. But both of these teams suck from the field and from three. It's so tough. that's why in the LSU-Iowa State game, I mean. So that's why I have Iowa State being LSU. They both suck. Iowa State's a better defensive team. They both suck. I can see that. See, that's I like to do that when it's like they both suck. I'll go with the better defender because I can't trust anyone to go mm -hmm. get hot. Yes. Okay. 7-10, USC, Miami, Florida. Right here. This is going to be a good basketball game. I surprisingly did not put a lot of thought into this one. For once, the seven seed is favored in the public. 56% of the public going with USC. That's you the exact reason I went Miami. Oh, wow. Well, here's why you should have gone with Miami. 23rd in the nation from the field. 92nd in the nation from three. 88th in the nation on, on the free throw line. USC, 60. Uh, excuse me, 328th in the nation from the free throw line at 66.6%. That's satanic. Uh, 84th <laughs> in the nation from three, 95th in the nation from the field. <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. Because <laughs> he said it so naturally. That's great. Yeah, I got Miami. Uh, I did pick USC. I picked Miami at first, and then I picked USC, and then I picked Miami. And I, I have USC. USC. And I got Miami. I have USC. Uh, I also have uh, nervous after that Auburn Jackson State. Auburn. Auburn as well. Uh, Jack State, thanks for coming out. Congratulations. I think Auburn is one of the teams, though, that are ready to be upset by a team that they should not be upset. Yes, which is why I have them losing to USC in the second round. See, That's I'm a nervous. tough call for me, though, because really really USC sucks. Yeah, USC's They're not, not good. good. I have Miami and I have and them Auburn, beating Miami. And I got I got Auburn beating Miami, and but then losing I'm to nervous. Uh, losing to Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah, see, that's how we get it. You're going to hate me for this. What's your Elite Eight here? My elite eight is Kansas, Wisconsin. <laughs> what do you got? As it stands right now. <laughs> I have to give him as it stands right now because you already know what's going to happen. As it stands right now, I have the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. And the elite eight, dude? Taking on Iowa State. What, dude? See, you can't. <laughs> Alex, Alex. Water. Alex. Alex, I need I need mental help. Because you look at that, I need mental help. You talk, look at that. Just talk me out of Iowa State. You're not going to talk me out of the Jackrabbits, but you can talk me out of Iowa well, State. So go ahead, talk you, me out of Iowa State. Okay, fine. You lock the Jackrabbits. Fine. Lock, lock it in with the Jack. Jackrabbits are a Final Four team. <sighs> Ride and die with me, guys. They're a Final Four team, best you, offensive basketball team in the nation. Okay, let me just let me just let me just say this out loud for you. Go ahead, and just listen to this. Like really listen, right? I'm listening. You got in the Final Four. All this in the same year, South Dakota State mm -hmm. in the Final Four, mm -hmm. and in the Elite Eight, you have a matchup of an 11 and a 13. That's exactly why I need you to talk me out about uh, I Iowa State. I'm going to be honest, when I first made my bracket, Iowa State made it all the way to the Final Four. 
I took it away. I, I don't took it away. Like you, Alex. I, I I took it away, and I need you to talk me out of them in the Elite Eight. They're I just have good. a feeling. I just They're have a feeling about them. See, I don't know what it is. I just have a feeling. Gut, man. I can't I can't talk you out of it. Just trust your no, gut. No, talk me out of it, because I don't want to trust my gut no, here. What I want to do is pick Colgan over Wisconsin now and add another upset, which Stop. I have too many of. You can't do that. I'm not going to. I'm riding with Wisconsin you here, know what? but I'm really no, no, tempted no. to. No, no, no. Pick Colgate and take out Iowa State. You have them losing to LSU. You want me to have them lose to LSU and pick Colgate instead yeah, of Wisconsin. I think so. Jesus. You're close, aren't you? I know you are. I ah! <laughs> I hate this time of year. I hate this. Oh! I hate it so much that I love it. Oh, my God. Ben. What's up, buddy? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. takes. Hot takes. All right. Hot takes this week. It's an easy hot take. It is your final four. Here are the final four teams as we have them right now. Subject to, is your final four subject to change? No. Mine is not either. Mine is not subject to change. It's so funny though because yours like sucks. Just after what we just said. Yours sucks. Mine does suck. It's boring. All right. Go ahead. Uh, Texas Tech. Okay. From the West. That's Who not boring, got, though. Who you got from the West? Uh, from the West, I have Gonzaga. Okay, fair enough. Texas Tech, uh, I got Kentucky from the East. I have Baylor from the East. I, I like know, it. I, I, I like know it. you don't like Baylor. They're just one of those teams that shows up year in and year out. I agree. Everybody is returning for them. Everyone is for them is returning for the most part. And that's a championship team. That's a championship team from a year ago. They've been here. They've done that. The coaching staff's been there, done that. The guys that were riding the bench last year been there, done that. Now they're playing. I'm riding with uh, the Bears. Yeah, yeah, and they've had a really good. I have them season. in the Final Four. I do not have them in the championship game though. Uh, how about you, Ben? For yep. uh, uh, Tennessee, Kansas as the other matchup. I like Tennessee a lot, but I got. Hmm. Uh, I can't tell. You. I can't tell. You. Okay, I've got Villanova coming out of the South, and I have South Dakota State coming out of the Midwest. Dude, I don't think we've ever disagreed more on our Final Fours. This most most of the time we've been good on this. Yeah, the but Final I, Four. I, I would really like to go through our sweet 16s. I'm excited for that. Yeah, show. That, that, that's going to be a fun show next week. Okay, and then who's your championship game? University of Kentucky and Kansas. And uh, are we making our picks right now? Yeah, yeah, it's a hot take. Kansas Jayhawks are taking it. Home. Wow! Yeah. That is uh, it's controversial. Hot. It's a little bit hot. That's hot, hot. That's hot, hot. That's very hot, It's hot. crazy that that's hot, though, because that's a one seed. That is a one seed. But they, it's not they, are, they are definitely the worst one seed, though. Without a doubt in my mind, they are the worst one seed. I think... Uh, uh, my championship better. game, Gonzaga-Villanova. Couldn't, couldn't disagree more. Villanova is your national champion, by the way. This is the best free throw shooting team in the history of the NCAA. Congratulations, Alex. Your bracket will be busted completely by uh, next week, Thursday. This is the number one team in terms of free throw shooting in the history of the NCAA. How do you not pick them uh, because to at least get out of their region? They lost to Marquette twice, lost to Providence. I, they're, they're not good. They had the sixth strength of schedule in the nation, and they went 26-7 and seven in that schedule. They are 8-5 against the top 25. They 
granted, they don't shoot great from the field. They are electric from three-point range, however, shooting 36%. They are only 44% from the field, but 82% at the free-throw line. This is March Madness we're talking about. If you don't make your free throws, you're not going anywhere. Nova makes their free throws at a higher level than anyone else. Villanova is winning the national championship, and no one can talk me out of that. I won't I won't even try. Uh, you know what? We're in the same. I invited you to my family and friends group uh, for, for ESPN Tournament Challenge. Mm-hmm. It's a smaller one this year. That's fine. Um, and I just, I want to see you dude, fail. We, did, we didn't have a couch coaches. We didn't, we didn't make a couch coaches. Dude. <sighs> brutal. That's on us, guys. That's on us. Don't worry. That's on us. We got you guys next year, though. Don't worry about it. Oh, my gosh. We're, we're brutal. That's we brutal. would have been, like, one of the top of the charts. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Show, we show. could add LVN. Cool, 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 uh, Saint of the week. You're I'll our, with that. Yeah, we're going with that. Three yep. victories in a four-match week when she was down in Florida. Uh, she earned seven, five, six, two, six, zero, six, two victories wow. against Judson. And her other win came against uh, Judson in a doubles match, 6-1. Uh, good at tennis. Very that, good at tennis. Yeah, that sounds good. One time I hit the tennis ball. Yeah, congratulations uh, to Ms. Lozano, Denise Lozano. You are our women's tennis uh, uh Fighting scene of the week. Wow, this show was a, that was fun. That was, no, it was absolutely like one hour of uninterrupted radio. I really, you're welcome. I think we could have gone. We for could three go. Hours. We could have gone. We could go another hour. Just break down the round of thirty-two, which is what we're going to do tomorrow night. Podcast exclusive. Podcast exclusive. Everybody, go on Apple Podcasts right Google now. Podcasts Google well. Podcasts. Google well. Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Couch Coaches. They they we are both linked. They are both linked on my Twitter. Go to my recent tweets. I talk about What's it. The Twitter at A L E X M I E L C A R Z. Find the Twitter. You will see the links to find the podcast, listen to past episodes, listen to this episode. If you missed any part of it, it'll be up in about 30 minutes. We had a great first hour. I great know first you hour. You listen, but we had a great first great hour. Great first hour. March Madness Talk, second hour. Evan Sherrard joining the show tomorrow for our podcast exclusive to yep. talk round of 32 yep. and recap the round of 64. And he'll give us his final four and national champion too, because why not? Ben, any final thoughts to talk me out of before shout-outs and mentions? Absolutely not. You're completely screwed. All right. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> shout-outs and mentions. Ben, take uh, it away. Let's go, RIP. Bruno, to start it off with, shout-out the women's basketball team. Obviously, yep. shout-out Kofi. Great season. Uh, shout-out Kofi Coburn for making Lewis feel like a baby a few weeks ago. Attaway, Kofi. Uh, shout-out uh, Alex for setting up the soundboard every week and doing everything he does. <laughs> shout-out the Saints baseball team for losing as many games as possible. We uh, won yesterday. We beat Trinity Christian. And we got Olivet today. Come support today. The Bernies are hot, baby. Uh, shout out Villanova for, uh, you know, going to lose in the second round. Wow, and that's brutal. Completely <laughs> bust my shout bracket. Out, shout out the NCAA. Yeah. Three of my final four play today. Uh, let's, let's ride. Let's have a day, ladies and gentlemen. Let's ride. What Three if my final four. State loses today? That's I will brutal. cry. Yeah. I would cry. Dude, you can have your Elite Eight from one region be completely out today. 
And it's not even an upset. Which is why I need to change the Iowa State pick, and that's exactly what I'm going to do as soon as we're off air. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Happy March. Happy birthday. Great day to have a birthday, but if it's not your birthday, live like it is. Watch the games in class. Yes, sir. Use the computer. Use your phone. Put the AirPods in. Great time to be a high schooler. Great time to be a college kid. Great time to be an athlete. Great time to be alive. It's It's a great time. This is electric. I need to stop talking. We're four minutes over. Thanks for listening to Couch Coaches. We'll see you next week. Podcast exclusive tomorrow. Thank you.